guys. Take out that little runt. Okay, little T. Anything you want. Wh- what? Well, that one looks like it's talking. I don't like her, so give me a gun, please. No, don't shoot me. Don't shoot me. Jordan, you won't steal from the candy store again, will you? No, no, I won't. I won't, I won't. I promise. I promise. All right. Now, we're going to rip out your teeth. <laughs> what? <laughs> or, cut, or cut your toes off. What do you want? <laughs> what the fuck? What? Um... <laughs> uh, my toes. <laughs> okay, I'll uh, get the, get I'll the get machete. machete. Get the what machete the boss. fuck? And, I, and by the no, way, we're doing... No, don't cut my toes off. Well, we're, little just, we're cutting your teeth out. <laughs> little T. Oh, <laughs> haven't no, you seen, Haven't fuck? you seen the movie? They do the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I probably should have taken notes. <laughs> T of God. 2002 Portuguese... How do you say it? Uh, <laughs> Spank. What's, what's, what country is this? Brazilian. It's in Brazil, but they so speak... Brazilian movie, directed so, by... Cidade de Zeus. De Zeus? De Zeus, yeah. Directed, directed by Fernando Morelos and Catar Lud. So if you're Portuguese, I apologise for the... Butchering everything. Pronunciation. <laughs> um, One of my mates is actually Portuguese, and I asked him if like this movie is popular over there, and he said, yeah, I've seen it, it's really good. So, And he said he yeah. might listen to the episode, so... Oh, great. Probably fucked it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, thoughts, guys. Like, this is, like, ranked 25 on the top 250 on IMDb. Well, that's why I watched it when I was 16, 17, because that's the mm-hmm. only way I discovered new movies. I just Wait, really? That. Yeah. Like sw- number 25? Yes. Yeah, 25 yeah I, I would go down the list and I would, I would always skip foreign films and like the movies from like the 50s, 60s, 70s, 30s. But this one was ranked so high and I was like, oh, it's, I can read subtitles, I guess. And when I watched it, I was like, holy crap, this movie's fucking <laughs> awesome. I think yeah. it, just, it the pace of it is unbelievable. It just any, any teenager would like just completely fall, fall for this movie. Big time. Mm. It's like yeah. seducing you, right? Seducing you into a life of crime almost, like some of these kids fall into. You think it glamorizes the crime? Um, I feel like Act One definitely does. Like, look at the uh, color palette they use, like the golden like feel to it. And then, like, mm. Act Two is mm. like blue now. It's like he's getting older. And Act Three is like really documentary style sort of thing. Like, it's just like. So the first two acts are like subjective through the eyes of our lead. Um, rocket. rocket, yeah, rocket. But then the third act is kind of like not subjective; it's more realistic in a weird way. It's through the lens of his camera, almost. He's talking like the way That's you true. see. It. Yeah, so it's more. That's a good point. Not glamorized at all. Even though Act Two is not really glamorized, Act Two is kind of like the most entertaining part to me. And <laughs> we should definitely dive into the character of Little Z. He's probably the reason why this movie is so good. And um, when I first watched this, which is like what. Yesterday, um, I was taken back of how much I hated Lil Z or Lil Dice, whatever you want to call him. Did you like Lil Dice at all? No, I hate... Well, this is so rare in, like, movies where you hate the little kid more. So, I, the origi- like, the first actor, Lil Dice, I was, like, scared of, more scared than I am of Lil Wait, Z. is this... <laughs> so, what was the moment kid. you're like, I don't like this little kid? Is this when... He's like the first little stick-up heist. He's like... From the start. He's like, when they know when they take over the, the truck, and Little Dice kicks like the, the truck driver down. It's like kicking his ass. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's funny. Is that, is that the moment? Like, I don't like this kid. I just don't like him from like the get-go. Like, he was just like a menace. Like, he's just, he's just, pr- a tr- uh, he's just trouble. 
essentially. I reckon. I reckon the the, the child actor is so like charismatic. I liked him until you, you obviously did. You guys like you know the little twist there when you don't know what actually yeah, happened at the hotel. So this movie. Yes, I was spun yeah. out so much. Eh? You spun out. Yeah, did, I was ashamed? like, I and did I did think it was I, the cops. What? Who killed these people? Because it's revealed like as they get away that the people are dead. Yeah, and I was like, okay, it's probably that little psycho. Dude, wasn't sure. For, it's interesting though because you don't know like how psych- psychotic he is or sociopathic he is because he's definitely a sociopath, yeah. not a psychopath. Yeah. Like he's no remorse, no empathy. Very interesting character. We'll definitely dive del- deep into him. Um, one of the problems I have in this movie, it's like definitely influenced by like the great cinema movies out there. Like, I give a lot of feel for Goodfellas, um, Scorsese, obviously, like the direction in that. Um, but it's so unique in its, like, because it's such a personal story as well. Like, obviously, the foreign directors and et cetera. Such a good watch. Um, mm. Yeah. What do you feel yeah, about it, Yeah, definitely Sam? a personal story. Yeah. Sam. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what do you feel about it, Jordan? <laughs> My bad. What do you feel about it, Jordan? Um, <laughs> no, yeah, it definitely is a personal story. I couldn't help but um, make a lot of connections between this and Minister Society. Yes, O Dog. Like that. That would be good as a, like um a theme. O-dog. Yeah, O Dog. Yeah, O Dog was a hundred percent little. Yeah, right. <laughs> Who would? I think Lil Dice. Well, sorry, even like Lil Z would win against O Dog. I don't know. Um, I think Lil. I mean, to uh, yeah. That's the thing, man. It's like environment environments, right? And obviously, the environment that Lil Dice is in is worse because literally it's fit in or get out sort of essentially like you die if you don't accept the way it is there uh, or you yeah. thrive if you like go to life of crime so what that's why such a good protagonist our lead rocket uh, alexandra rodriguez like the character rocket he's just such a good uh what do you he's call the moral it? compass right? yeah moral compass but he's such a good uh lens for the movie to go through like he's almost uncorruptible really because there's moments in the movie where he could easily just take the easy way out but he's always like, yeah. As you said, as you said, Tony, he's like the, that moral compass is strong. He doesn't really, mm. doesn't really betray that, even though he has opportunity yeah. to. Too. Well, even yeah, when he's working in the grocery store and it like gets fired straight away, like it's not yeah. like the normal life isn't working for him, and he starts to like you know debate about it. But yeah, hell yeah, a very interesting main character as well. Like to see him kind of working through that and like working through his friends like being involved in all the violence and like trying to keep it out of arm's length like it's very interesting it's very yeah. interesting a really good focus so what so what do you yeah a really good lens to view it through yeah so what do you think about the movie in general jordan like you loved it like a classic more i don't know again like because it was like so violent and like confronting and stuff like it was a it was a very very good movie i don't know you know at what point does does like violence on screen Become like borderline, like I do. I, I do think Jordan, ugly. it's more. It's more of a man's movie, to be honest. I mean, a thousand percent. That sounds sexy. Like you though. can, but it depends on how you consider it. Like you can look at it as like a documentary as well. And that's the thing. Like, at what point does seeing like this kind of violence like play out on screen? Like, at what point does it stop becoming like uh, realistic and like um, do- have that documentary feel? At what point does it stop being that and start just becoming like? Porn for like violence and crime. <laughs> That's one of the things about this movie is really good. Is like you're in, you're on the edge of your seat the whole time, especially yeah, when Lil yeah. Z's in this in the scene. You're just like, holy shit, that guy's. Do you, do you think it's because like it's like 
children doing shocking things and yeah. it's like so unexpected. Well, I felt the same like, way. Like, this movie's always a bit gratuitous and blah, blah, blah. And, like, kind of seen it before. But then that scene where we try to reenact at the start of the podcast, but when he's, like, just said, pick between these two kids, who's going to survive? Like, Oh, my God. That, that was, was actually one of the most gut-wrenching yeah. scenes I think I've That's ever That's when the movie flipped for me, like, movies. holy shit, we've got, this is a good movie. This is very confronting and it's, like... It wasn't uh, the violence was different, yeah. It felt real, like it felt like it had a lot of weight to it because a lot of people like get shot and die, and it's kind of like glazed over. But this seems like it's like a lot of weight to it. Um, well, I think yeah. it focus, the focus on the killer, to, like the, the camera's is on the on the shooter's face. Yeah. You can tell he doesn't really want to do it. Yeah, but like that he has to. That's what's interesting about Lil Z and like this generation. He's kind of influencing. Do you know what I mean? And like obviously he's just what naturally wanted to just not have no remorse and just kill people, right? And, like, this steak and fries, I think it's the character's name, he's pretty much bred into it. Like, he pretty much, you kill this person or you're, you're going to get... You're, you, you you're in danger. Kill, kill or be killed. And they pretty much make him into a killer. Like, he's pretty much a killer now. Like, he's going to kill people with, with no remorse because he's kind of learnt that it's not that big of a deal. This is, like, a line you shouldn't cross. But it's, like you said before, Tony, it's survival. Um, and this movie captures that crazily well. Um, very gritty, very gritty. Yeah, definitely that's gritty. For sure. um, but yeah, do you guys feel like the real the realism is like on point, or do you feel like some of it is far fetched? Or do you think like well, that's how this it is was? based on a true story, Shane? This is based mm. on some guy's life. When did you guys find out it was a true story? I only found out at the very I mean, end. I'm pretty sure it's on like DVD cover based on a, on a uh, true story. Well, I didn't even know that. I just found out at the very um, end that last thing. It is based on a true story on the cover, but I found out it was um, a real story based on like when I messaged my my friend that's Brazilian. I was like, "Do you know this movie? Have you seen it?" Because I was only like twenty five minutes in, and yeah, like like you said, like it puts you on the edge of your seat pretty quickly. So I was already kind of like engrossed in it, and I so I wanted to know more about like if it's really really popular over in Brazil. Because obviously I've I've hadn't actually heard of this movie, hadn't ever seen it, didn't realize it was such like a like cult classic and highly favoured film and he was like yeah and it's so interesting that it's like based off of a true story and I was like what <laughs> so <laughs> that kind of like instantly like kind of changed the my like my perception of the movie because I was like this is cool like this is all yeah a retelling so well, that's probably where it only... suffered sorry that's probably where it suffered for me too because I was like oh yeah this is sort of obviously the best stuff comes from the real world like in movies like it comes from a bit mm. of like a real place so I was like, oh, okay, this is kind of like other movies, like Boys in the Hood and blah, blah, blah. Obviously, that's influenced by the real deal as well. Like, I never do any research before I watch the movie. So I didn't yeah. look at posters. I didn't do anything like that. I used to, but going in cold is probably the best way. So I was pleasantly surprised. Usually, on the opening credits, they say, based on a true story. This is like the flip yeah. where it's at the very end. It says, like, this guy is actually a journalist and this is his story, which I loved. Yeah. Do you think yeah. it's more of a gut punch? Because usually at the start... If it's like based on a true story, you kind of set your expectation, like, oh, this is going to be all real and blah, blah, blah. But at the end, it's like, wait, all that was real? Yes. That's what it was good. That's it why, that's why it, it was really effective to me. But as yeah. you guys said, on the posters and stuff, it's, it's like based on a true story, which is, we already talked mm. about this, I think, before, but they just use it as a marketing technique for some yeah. reason. And that's your My partner, wife, Tony? Yes. <laughs> yeah, she, that's, that's, all her favorite movies are based on a true story. Was it Titanic? She loves that. I keep telling her, like, there was no Jack and Rose. Yeah, I know, right? The whole, the best thing about but, the movies, like, 
fictional. <laughs> that love story <laughs> and the charismatic lead and everything else. Yeah, um, but yeah, I think she just she feels like she's wasting time. When it's, it's not um, wasting time. You know, completely non-fiction. I hate that. My, my partner's the when same. It's all make-believe. She's yeah. like, why... Do you ever watch something that makes you feel good and says something that makes you think? It's like... Mm. She's like, I don't know. It's like, it's like, some things do depress you after you're watching it, but it's like you're processing emotions and situations and things you would never normally would and put yourself in that like state of mind and it's good for you, I think. It's like, mm. it's like stretching your brain. In a good way. But some people don't view movies that way, which is sad. Like, I feel like they're missing out. My partner's one of them. Like, she just doesn't... She just couldn't care less, essentially. She'd rather just, like, do the dishes. Watch Friends. Oh, oh yeah, and watch Friends. Like, why she's doing dishes or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but it's you, definitely... It like, what, what... I guess it kind of depends on what kind of, like, entertainment value you want to get out of your movies. Like, there's so many movies you can just put on and, like, turn your brain off for a yeah. while, but... This definitely isn't one of them, but what you get out of it in other regards, like, like it's all, borderline. It is educational, I suppose. Mm, it's an investment. Um, it's an investment. It's, an, it's a historical historical depiction. Yeah, you, it, it it just depends on what you're looking for. Yeah, and wanting to get out of your movies, I guess. Are you Which happy after fair. watching this? Do you know what I mean? Like, you're not really. <laughs> not really. <laughs> you kind of are that's, happy that's... for the lead, but everyone else. <laughs> everyone else, yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Um. In that being said, as well, like you. You could have probably made this movie a lot more realistic and a lot more depressing if you kind of looked more into, like, the fallout of of this. Like, what was all the pain, like, for the families, like, that kept losing sons to, like, gang violence and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I feel like that was kind of glossed over. You see it a little bit when um, Knockout Ned, like, his, <laughs> yes. his brother gets killed, like, from... And he's just like, Mum, don't cry about it, kind of thing. <laughs> but that's kind of the only real glimpse we get into it. Like, we don't see... Literally, children get murdered in this, and we don't see any like real yes. major consequences from that. But it's so, co- I think that could have funny been you say more. that though. Like, I don't think it's a priority to like delve deep into like the aftermath. Just the how circular how is that word circular it all is cycle. Yeah, oh, secular. Secular. Maybe that's what I was looking for. But yeah, <laughs> see how like how everything comes full circle. Like the how even knockout Ned. Is like on this vengeance path, but it kind of enacts another vengeance path as well, and they both yeah, it just keeps end. dominoing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Violence can only lead to more violence. Yes. Well, I think the the gang that the runts form at the end of the movie, um, oh I'm God. pretty sure that's like one of the biggest like gangs that are currently operating. What? In yeah, I Rio. thought there'll be some like Easter egg thing, like sequel. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a little like yeah crumb of like what's really going on wow. kind of situation. Yeah. But yeah, this is, yeah, as Tony said, great movie. So, Tony, what was your first thing about? I know you told me to watch it straight away after you first watched it, but did you watch this with your partner? Because I know you probably did. No, I was a single, a loser, <laughs> kind of like Rocket. <laughs> uh, yeah, a virgin. I was, just, I was just a virgin. Yeah, I think I'll be a It's a big virgin. plot point for this character. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, it's gone top 250. And I, was at, I think it was at the library, and I just, you know, rented it from there. And I watched it. I was like, this movie's mad. And then, yeah. And I said, you don't watch it. You're like, no, I'm not watching this shit. Looks like crap. I'm like, all right. And then, yeah, I've got my revenge. I've in <laughs> got your revenge. <laughs> yeah, you, you, I've got you to watch it. Yeah, no. I mean, well, you, I've just... My game plan worked. That was because I was just biased towards anything foreign. Um, you said you felt <laughs> the same way, Tony. You felt the same way. Like, it, it's just such a thing. My partner's the same. She's like... I think it's changing now. It's kind of like the new generation. They can just watch... English TV shows with subtitles on, like that's a thing now. Um, 
but our generation subtitles was like a no like that's just like instant like that's like a step that that's an extra step they have to take just to watch it and it's like their threshold if it's weak they're just like nah i don't want to bother yeah that's true it's interesting how um much more like yeah foreign media has been consumed like around the world i think do you think well, like out of out of their like home home countries i think that's nice do, do you think narcos was a big step forward for that yeah. it was a huge netflix show maybe and it was like half english half yeah it's actually that's probably a good like going into a pool and you're like half in the water and half not so yeah. dipping your toes it might be just for my kind of like demographic but i've noticed like a huge amount of people um that i know consume um k-dramas that's like a massive one. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, so it's it's interesting. It's just a thing now because, as I said, people watch like The Office with subtitles. What? I hate. No, yeah, oh yeah, joking. no, true. <laughs> like, like I'll, actually, I put subtitles on for everything because I'm like, if they what? mumble, I don't know what they're fucking saying. I mate, just rather I read it. it. <laughs> it's a card- so distracting. Yeah, it's a cardinal <laughs> sin as well to watch anything foreign or English speaking. That's a comedy. Comedy and subtitles should not mix. Ever. Oh. I hate oh, it. Oh, like, you reckon it ruins the joke? It gives the away the joke. It gives away it. the actor's performance as well. But, yeah, but the timing <laughs> of the jokes is a crucial. Yes, exactly. So, yeah, yeah. you ruin the timing because sometimes you read. Because I read quick. I just like read it and I look at the screen, try to like, take <laughs> you don't read the actual. read quick, mate. I do in subtitles, bro. Mate, you've paused in bloody Star Wars, mate. You paused the scroll. <laughs> I got dyslexia. <laughs> so I can, like, skip words. So I can kind of get the gist real quick. But it, it, I probably don't get all the substance. So. Yeah, talk about humor though. This movie has a fair bit of humor as well, which like there's well, that's what makes a good movie too. Is like jokes, the mixture. The jokes were hidden, but I don't know because it's like you see like kids murdering each other, <laughs> and then yeah, wait, you like you see what was it? The bit like the, the most I laughed was when Knockout Ned brother just got killed and oh he God. raped his girl, and then yeah. the narrator is like, um, but he didn't kill Knockout Ned, and it zooms into little Z. Yes. Like, I'll, why the fuck did I kill that guy? Yeah. Well, no. First, the first knockout is like, why didn't he kill me? Yeah. And he goes to little Z. Yeah. Why the fuck did I kill him? I laughed that loud. Yeah, and that was awesome as well. Like, I think it happened a couple of times in that movie too. It was like two realizations at once. Um, split screens as well in this movie because I don't know if we get it to the plot breakdown, well, but he uses a lot it of a, a lot of flashy camera work in yes, this movie. Yes, and that yeah, that's right. And that happens like in the second, third act. I don't know if it happens in the first act as such, but. For sure. That's the Scorsese influence, I think, is coming through. You think? He, yeah, well, he did split screens and is stuff Is that as confirmed? Well. I had a similar feel. Like, this is like a departed almost. This movie does feel like um, Goodfellas, to yeah. be honest. Like a slum version of it. And, like, you got that yeah. Vinny. What's, what's the guy's character? Not Vinny. That's um my cousin Vinny. Uh, what's the character? Jo- uh, Goodfellas. Tommy. Is it Tommy? Is it? Yeah, Tommy. Um, yeah, Joe Pesci. Like, that's... Or, I don't know who's who's more psychotic, Tony, because it got very similar vibes. But little Z, or and is little Zay or little Z? What should we call him? I think little Z is cra- no little Z is crazier because he uh, has no riz. <laughs> what do you mean he has no riz? Oh yeah, because he's ugly. <laughs> he has yeah, no the fact that it, like literally says that like he can't get anything because he's fucking ugly. Mm. <laughs> like, well, oh, okay. Well, let's get into the plot breakdown because because it gets through it throughout but i want to um talk about a few characters and like what vibes i've got from them all i think you know what i'm talking about <laughs> uh let's do the movie smoothie now um let's add some ingredients to it poverty um malnourishment kid murdering guns guns chi- big one yeah a chicken 
cameras, <laughs> photos, uh, pot, um, corruption, yeah. cocaine, cocaine, yeah, lots of it. Ranger, yeah, a Ranger dude, a redhead dude. Just only one as like a token. <laughs> is is Ranger a uh, discriminatory description word? I mean, it's certainly not nice. Okay. <laughs> what about uh, a ginger Timothy Chalamet? Yeah, true. That's oh, actually like that. that was kind that's of kind of like a what do you call that? A backhanded compliment. <laughs> Actually, that's fucked oh, up. He's good looking. Isn't it funny that South Park made a whole episode ripping on gingers? That's fucking insane. Uh, you couldn't do that this day, I don't think. Um, okay. Is that anything else you want to add, Jordan? Yeah. Sociopath, death, um, gunshots. Yeah. Bullet wounds. All right. So, Tony, stop blending that shit. All right. So, is that movie smoothie? Because this movie has, like, so many stories, it's hard to, like, write it all down. So... I'm going to do it a bit differently this week. I'll be like, the opening scene, I'll, well, every like sort of segment or scene, I'll just name a movie and that should just sum up the segment, okay? So our opening scene is about a chicken escaping and running around. So the movie I picked for that one is Chicken Run. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> so that's our opening scene. And then our second segment would be the 60s. And it's when we see the uh, the tender trio in Lil Z, well, Robin yeah. and Bangin. By Bangin, I mean Lil Z's killing people. The movie I would like to this one would be Three Men and a Baby. Sort of thing Three Men in the Sucker. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. He's talking about Lil Z <laughs> as the baby. Uh, the third segment of the movie is the 70s. Uh, this is when we see Rocket. His only motivation is getting laid. Uh, so the movie I'll pick for this uh, segment would be 40-Year-Old Virgin. <laughs> uh, the fourth segment is uh, the story of the apartment, which I think is one of the best like yeah. filmmaking choices. When yeah. the, the camera's just stuck there, yeah. that yeah, um, it was so I good. Where did God in the movie's done that before though? Oh, I love it. Um, like a time lapse, and you see the history of it. Oh, it's so I feel good. like because you I know what I thought uh, of. Yeah, what, what movie? What? It, it's literally like the start of Hereditary with the dollhouses. Uh, not really. But yeah. the movie I picked. Whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think, think so. But there the is room. a movie where it's like it's the like room. that, and it's just like because that movie's pretty much set in the one place. Yeah. Even though there's no bad acting in this movie. Uh, the fifth segment of the story is of little dice growing up. I mean, that the great transition we know when he's shooting, having a good time killing people, and he seems to grow up. The movie I would pick to associate that would be World War Z. Yeah, cool. Which I thought it's not that interesting. Good, uh, interesting. Clever. I don't like that. <laughs> You don't like it. Try harder. <laughs> or Damien. How's Damien? It works with the title, Mobile Z, because he's like going to war with everyone. But the actual yeah. content of the movie doesn't work. What about Damien? The sixth segment uh, is the rise on how like how the drug game is played. You know, you yeah. give him all the rules. I have all the terminology that I use, like the vapor. Oh, Mean Streets would be the movie. Oh, but we also see the kid get shot. So it could be uh, My Left Foot, you know that movie? I've never could seen it that. also be that. <laughs> Does someone get shot in that, do they? Yeah, the, the kids get shot in the, in, the, in the foot, and then he tells them, don't you limp away, which was fucking insane. Oh, so my... Oh, sorry, I've always went the plot of my left foot, but yeah, okay. Yeah. It's very uh, title-based, not really plot-based. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just trying to think of movies that... Yeah, okay. I don't know, it's, I thought it would be a fun way to do this. Uh, yeah. Hold up, would you, guys, would you guys pick the hand or the foot? The... Mm, definitely, uh... Do you, pick, do you pick which hand? I think you pick which hand. Then I'll definitely pick the hand then. So you're going Tarantino from Dust Till Dawn stuff. 
Yeah. Because yeah. he still used it. Only yeah, with a hand too. The way, the way, yeah, but it has to be right in the center, you know, to be a big mm. hole. So I can, you know, fuck my hand. <laughs> now, I feel like if you got shot through the hand, like how fucked is like your, your bones and shit? Could you still like make a fist afterwards? I know. No, but then again, Shane, it would be the opposite. So you would shoot you in the foot if you say hand. I would, I'd go a foot because I feel like a hand is like too hard to mm. like heal properly and make it still functional. So if you do a foot, you can kind of just hobble with a foot. You can, yeah, you can limp on it. With the hand though, yeah, I'm going to go foot. Foot's the right answer. Uh, the, uh, the next segment of the movie is called A Sucker's Life. This is where Rocket gets a job at the supermarket. <laughs> Mate, so many fucking gets... segments. Okay, go fire. I know, there's so many. And then he gets fired straight away. And uh, the movie I picked was Fired Up. Which I thought, you know, right. good pun again. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. Um, and the next segment after that is it's called Flirting With Crime. This is where Rocket, you know, he brings his gun out, tries to rob people doesn't really pan out and we see Benny falling in love and wants to be a hippie um, so this, the movie I've picked for this one is uh, Star Wars A New Hope because you know <laughs> A New Hope at the end Tony I tell you the right next... now man you got to keep consistency it's either the title or it's the plot oh okay okay so it's alright uh, no this is funny the, how it's just the, like the jumping ne- around <laughs> yeah the next segment of the movie is Benny's Farewell so this is like his retirement party uh, I couldn't think of a movie but I've, I've thought of a song, which is Murder on the Dance Floor. Hell yeah. Banger. Yeah. Throw a massive wrench in your fucking <laughs> rules. <laughs> Just do a whole it's song like, instead of a movie or movie title. Yeah, yeah. But th- but this that song has been in movies, so it's yeah. very close. It's uh, Soul uh, we got because of the song. We get, uh, <laughs> then we, <laughs> we get the knock, knock Out Ned story. He's Bill backstory, uh, which is very fucked up. Uh, uh, the movie... I would pick would be Ned Kelly because you see him killing and robbing people yeah. with carrot. Robin Hood. Uh, <laughs> then the next part of the movie is where Knockout Ned is arrested and Lil Z gets jealous and he wants Rocket to take photos of him. It's pretty fucking funny. Uh, the movie I would pick was Nightcrawler. Yeah, true. Right? Yeah, with the photograph. Yep. And Chasing Clout. I think it's pretty good. Yep. And then the last segment is the beginning of the end. And the movie title is This Is The End. Okay. And then we see, yeah, Knockout Ned get killed by a kid that is avenging his brother, which yeah. is so sad because I remember Knockout is trying to save him. Like, what are you mean in this war? Yeah, I know. And then you Hold see uh, Lil Z get his comeuppance. But pretty much, he got killed by himself, essentially. Like, like a kid just like him. You know what I mean? He, he raised it, like, yeah. So the which is, continues. that is so true. That's, yeah, that's a really good point. What goes around yeah. comes around. And then, yeah, we see, yeah, what was it? Fucking Rocket made it out. He's now a photographer. And then, and the movie. Based on a true story. And the movie Great. I picked for that section is uh, City of God. Alright. <laughs> well, I'm going to have fun Great editing work. that down because <laughs> I'll cut out half of that. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like four movies you picked, but yeah, it's like eight movies. So it was eight yeah, title cards, was it? Yeah, there's so many title cards. It was like the yeah. 60s, I can't the 70s. That many. Yeah. Yeah, what? Well, I did watch the trailer as Tony was rambling on. So let's do a trailer review. Um, it's only a minute <laughs> long, like a minute and 20 seconds or something. Because um, it's pretty hard to sell because Miramax, I think, bought the rights to it. So they're just trying to like sell crazily. It was nominated for four Oscars. And they obviously, there's like best director, best um, screenplay. It, was it nominated for best foreign film? I think so. Did they have it back then? They would have. Yeah, yeah, it would have. Hold on, I'll tell you exactly what it's nominated for. 2002. 
What was, he, that, what was that year, Tony? It's... No, Shane, it was 2003. You got uh, a wide release, so it would have been nominated for 2004 Oscars. So it would have been oh. Return of the King that would have won. Oh, wow. Return of the King. For Best Picture. Like Lord of the Rings, Jordan. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> is, there, is there a foreign films category for the Oscars? No. Yeah, there is, yeah. Can someone let me know features. what um, was nominated So for? how come I didn't get that one? What's that, sorry, Jordan? At least I have a, no idea. At least a nom for that would have been fucking... Actually, I'm looking at it now. It wasn't even nominated. For That's what? pretty crazy. It was it was nominated for Best Picture, though. Which is better, so anyway. It, which, is, okay. which is better, yeah. yeah so we probably would have won Best Foreign Film... Yeah, if it was nominated in that category. But okay, what's what is better, being nominated for Best Picture or winning, or winning Best Foreign Film? Winning the goal, you got to win. Nah, if you if you if you if you win the Oscar, Shane. Well, didn't I'd did rather? Po- yeah. What happened to Parasite? Did it get both or just got Best Picture? I think it got Ooh. Best Picture. I'm pretty win- sure. Well, was it nominated for both though? I don't think you can only be selected for one, Shane. Oh, okay, I see. Well, Interesting. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, as far as foreign films go. Um, Parasite's better just because yeah Parasite got best picture yeah yep. hopefully Tony picks that next ooh <laughs> we don't know hopefully that would be good <laughs> he takes my um, advice uh, that could be post 100 though That that's how good that movie was and how much opened me up foreign films I had, a, I had the biggest Damn, South Korean it, kick after that movie it was it was nominated for international feature film too Parasite yeah yeah it won best so I think yeah, it, won, it won it won two Oscars I'm reading the time. Oscars right now it won best directing Best original screenplay, best foreign feature, and best motion picture. So they got four Oscars. So yeah, you can win That's both. Crazy. That's insane. Yeah. I wonder why City of Gold wasn't yeah. nominated for international. Because it wasn't popular back then. Like it was. It was. This probably helped break barriers. City of God. Like it probably. Yeah. Okay. But this one was like the one that, like, broke the glass ceiling completely. Um, that's how good that movie was. It transcended, like, because it looked it looked amazing too. And the story was simple, like it was just based in a house essentially, and like the social economics of it all, um, which was really cool, like rich versus poor, like it was very connectable themes and stuff compared to this, which is just like you pretty much have to live in the slums to really get the full impact. But it just opened your mind to it, like open like your thing. You know, yeah, you really, you really like. Oh my god, we're so lucky to live in Australia and not to do yeah, any of this sort yeah. of stuff. You definitely get a. Um, yeah, a good feeling. To where you're living. Well, let's just uh, let's go for the plot real quick. Um, uh, chicken run with the chicken run. We can do Correct. It like that. Yeah, we can do it like that. <laughs> um, well, yeah. Do you guys like how it's that? Because obviously, connection between the chicken that can like seize their fate. You think it's a metaphor? It's a metaphor. For the chickens like yeah, the, it's like the kids in the yes, in the street. That's exactly what it's like. So chicken and the people. Yeah. So they well, see he's pretty much rocket because yeah. him and rocket end up Ooh. in the exact same spot. Does the chicken the get away? Of, I think it would yeah, hey, it got away. So the it should have gotten away in the end. I don't remember what happens <laughs> to the chicken. It probably gets caught by someone and eaten eventually. But, yeah, there's definitely parallels there. Um, chicken sees, like, its fellow chicken being skinned and pretty much <laughs> going through the process of living in the slums, essentially. Like, you're going to get either killed or... Think eaten. about the metaphor. Not- Alive. <laughs> yeah, that's a better way to say it. You put it. You get eaten by the society, essentially. Or mm. you can try to make a runner, but then, like, look, this the city chases you. Like, you can't escape. Look at the, the Tender Trio. So, the Tender Trio, yeah. they all were, like, bad, and they wanted to, like, get out, and they, they just couldn't, they couldn't get out. 
What were you guys' first thoughts? Because this is like the first, this is like the opening scene. She's like, what the fuck's going on? A chicken running away? Everyone's trying to catch a chicken? I kind of, well, this is exactly what I wrote. Camera movements. The chaos of the shots and the sound in the opening scene is like, it really gets the ball rolling. Like, I really liked how it's, mm. it's executed like that. I also like, when I watched the first bit, like, before I got the subtitles, I thought they were looking to kill a guy. I just thought the chicken was just there for some reason. <laughs> so, because yeah. I was like, "Why the fuck do they need guns to kill a chicken?" Um, but yeah, anyway, it's fine. Well, it's pr- also but, uh, pretty conf- great opening scene. Yeah, it's pretty confronting as well. Like, how often do you see like a chicken getting prepped to be eaten and stuff, and like skin in it? That's true. Like, People were detached from that. Yeah, exactly. So it's mm. kind of like welcome to the real world. Like, look, well, welcome to our world essentially, but which is kind of like their real world. Um, but no, it was great, great scene, great like put you in the movie as well. Like now you, like to, to open a movie and put you in the right headspace. This is a great way to start, um, and you pretty much get the end of the movie straight away. Well, not the end of it. You get you get like a crucial scene, which you think, mm-hmm. like you get um, the our lead. What's his name, Tony? Lil Z. No, the lead. Rocket. Yeah, so you get Rocket like saying like, oh yeah. I'll be fine as long as I avoid little Z and then little Z turns a corner, <laughs> which is another part of their humor. And you're like, holy shit. Because at this point, you just know like this guy's a gun and this guy's a camera and like and he wants to avoid him. So you're like, holy shit. So in your mind, like, okay, it's going to come to a head at some point where little Z is going to want to kill him. So that's kind of like your point of like suspense throughout the whole movie. Yeah, it's, you're expecting it Waiting to for this moment. Like the camera's going to get him in trouble. That's right. Yeah. And, like, it's so funny. That's another bit of humour as well. Like, uh, Lil Z actually loves the fact that he's getting photos of him. Yeah. And the, like, they take more photos. The notoriety. <laughs> uh, what is it called? Notoriety? How do you say that word? Yeah. Notoriety. He wants to be infamous. Yes, exactly. So, he actually is secretly in love with the fact that he's taking these photos. And, and then, like, we get another flashback, which is what I like about the plot, too. It's very much... Pop fiction almost. Do you, but how goes the transition with the camera just rotating 360 and around Rocket? Yes. Oh, yeah, I thought that 60, was fantastic. Yeah, that was such a, like, nice, effective yeah. shot. And, like, really, yeah. like, isolates him and, like, ex- like shows the fear on his face yeah. as well. And that makes so much sense as well towards the end when it's, like, revealed how it's come full circle and you realise, like, the look on that face is because he literally thinks he has a death warrant. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, we get back to the 60s. As I said, there's like a golden hue to the whole, like, like on the camera lens, essentially, like glamorizing it all. And we meet the Tender Trio, and he's you, you, kind of like looking up to him as well. Like, he likes these three. And they're not sadistic at all. They're not nothing like little dice. Pretty well, cool. they're doing it out of necessity, you think. Well, they think, anyway. They don't want to do it the hard way. It's just funny, though, because, like, little dice is pretty lippy as well. Like, he's always on to that... Um, I can't remember one of, the, one of the members. Is it Shaggy or Clipper? I think it was Goose. Yeah, it was a Goose. Uh, Rocket's it? brother. Um, yeah, he's just into him all the time, and like they just take it as a joke. And at this point, I'm like, this guy, like, needs to be put in his place. Mm. Um, he slaps him around, bro. It, actually, <laughs> did other you way, retract that later? Other way around. <laughs> did you? <laughs> yeah. Well, no. It becomes the other way around. He puts everyone else in their place. Like he's so ruthless. <laughs> um, you pretty much get the lifestyle of it all. Um, they pretty much <laughs> Robin, whole, yeah. which is, it's actually a good scene putting bandanas on your face yeah. right into a, I, love, I, love their, I love their plan yeah. to stop trucks is just to stand in front of it and just yeah. hope yeah, they hope stop they but it's cool break. though because they kind of yeah. like oh my god they provide like gas for the community as well yeah, which is really that's cool that's why no one like, like dobs them in which is yeah. would you think like little dice learnt from that because he's kind of like for the people in his own way like he doesn't want violence what do you say little dice doesn't, well, he doesn't want, want actually, he doesn't want police what 
Because you know, they've run to like robbing things and like creating like police attention. Yeah, yeah that's right. So it's kind of like a self-preservation type thing, but it's kind of on the lines of like protecting the neighborhood. But it's more for a selfish way to yeah, like get he wants the, to own the, the neighborhood off yeah. his back. He was he's the boss. Yeah, true. Actually, sometimes Tony, it's good to live under someone who's looking after the in, the neighborhood. <laughs> Essentially. Little Dust is a really good idea, which is like rob the, um, the brothel house. <laughs> yeah, the brothel. No, but I like the narration is <laughs> like, cool. like the, these three guys were like pretty much amateurs, but um, Little Little Dice is like he, the the real gangster. He's, yeah, he, he's, well, he comes up with the idea. True. It's, and it's interesting how yeah, that sets up, up his cause character cause as well. Like it shows that his mind is already working in that way so much, like from such an early age. I mean, that's like the whole point. It just shows that he's sadistic, like the whole mm. way through. And he wants in on the action as well. Like he's, he's not faking it in a weird way. I think one of them is definitely because at the whorehouse. Let's just jump to that scene. They're robbing it all. Like there's one dude having this mad cool orgy, and he's like looking at it sideways. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like it's really funny. He's just like, what the fuck? Anyway, they they're not crazily violent. They just need to get the money, get the fuck out. There's one guy who's actually sneakily like not making a noise and pinching the wallets and the jewelry and stuff. He's not trying like, to bother he's not them. Trying to like be. <laughs> He, yeah, he's the one that goes exactly. to the church, right? to, I think so. Yeah. It makes more sense yeah, it, yeah, if he does. He, he becomes so scared. He's like, I'm not about this life. It's cool because you think you're going to be with these characters for a while too. That's how much emphasis the film puts on these three. Well, I think that's um, the power of the film because so just like times another- it's like you're in a, one story and it just stops suddenly and puts you into a new one. Yeah. And you're just with it the whole time. Yeah, that's right. But it's always the same things. It's like it's very circular. Like it's always the same sort of like decision making essentially for all the characters it's always like a moral choice and what you're going to do and like how different characters handle it mm. pretty much they bail because they hear a gunshot they hear a gunshot but it's actually <laughs> turns out little dice just wants a piece <laughs> of everything crazy I love how I love, I love how, how they still like a really nice car as a getaway car and they crash it like straight away yeah oh my god that was so fucking funny how they just drive into like a yeah. local bar yeah, it was- and it's like you guys didn't see shit <laughs> Which I was... No one can drive. Mate, I was like, holy shit. It scared me. That actually scared me. I was like, holy fuck, because I didn't expect it. That's what I like about this movie too. A lot of turns and like plot twists happen. And then, um, so they run out to the um, forest, to the woods get away. And one of their mates are like, okay, I'll be a distraction, which is cool. Good move. But then you have like one of the most interesting characters. um, The shorty, yes. And it's named after our friend. (laughs) Got the same energy. <laughs> Bro, I did same think it was energy. kind of funny, and the way that Shorty said, "Like, oh yeah, great yeah. movie, fantastic movie," would have got like suggested for us to cover. I was like, "Hmm, interesting." And then yeah. what the character turned out yeah. to be, I was like, "Okay." <laughs> oh mate, he's just and that, that's another thing too. I thought it was gonna be like a massive plot point where he's in it for the whole movie, and that's the way the narrator kind of says it too. Is like, oh, "We'll get back to him." Do you know he always yep. says it a lot about the yeah. characters? I kind of thought it might be like an ongoing, like um, Tom and Jerry kind of like relationship between Shorty and like the gang members. But damn, bro, it like was over really, really quick, huh? Also, fuck Goose for just bouncing and leaving that woman to get beat like that. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about that. Um, that's the thing, though. Like it was a little dice. He's very much react. Like he doesn't really think about. He's impulsive. Uh, with- Impulsive, yeah. So he doesn't really think about the um, after aftermath, because essentially, if you're still from brothel, obviously there's a big head honcho to it. And it turns out it's the police, right? Aren't they behind the brothel essentially? Yeah, 
like they get a take. But the interesting thing, when they're in the woods and they're hiding in the tree, and like this pretty tense moment, you get the cops underneath them, and like um one of the guys is sweating like crazy. But um the cops talking about like, man, I'm gonna kill these kids. I reckon we find the kids and kill them and take the money. So it just shows you like, oh yeah, yeah, they're um corrupt as fuck, and they could have yep. been involved in the killings at the the brothel. So it kind of does two things. Oh, his computer was that. Say that again. Sorry, I've muted it. I muted it. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm <laughs> so, not gonna say it say again. again, Tony. <laughs> no, okay, so <laughs> I mean, what have I fucking said, man? It was like something about no, like, leave it, the cops fine. are corrupt. Can you just mute her? All right, so, all right, so when they're in the woods and the cops are... No, let's start from the start. Just start from the part where they made the noise. <laughs> I don't think he was like <laughs> mentally I didn't hear the noise. Huh, okay, whatever. Yeah, so it serves for two things. You know the cops are corrupt and... Um, that they could have had, they could have been involved in the killings at the motel. Yeah, true. Yeah, you don't know at this point. They could yeah. definitely be in a. I did kind of think that. Eh? I thought they were kind of like setting it up and like trying mm. to give well, more motivation to like take the hoodlums out and like you know yeah. infiltrate the slums and stuff like that. Well, the thing is too, they also say like we have people that we're go- are going to talk essentially. Like we'll find these guys eventually. So it's just like holy shit. Like everyone's in it for themselves or in it for something. Um, but yeah, so pretty much one of these guys gets like a divine intervention on the tree. Essentially, he's just yeah. like, no, nah, like I'm like I'm gonna go to the church. I'm gonna straighten out my life, and like yeah. God's already on his side because he's walking towards his house, and the cops spot directly. Yeah, and the cops spot <laughs> towards him towards his two, and uh, he's limping towards the cops, <laughs> and they shoot a guy behind him. Yeah, and they realize straight like away, a ner- actually, like a this nerd, like yeah, loser so character, funny. and they're, they're, they're playing like, a gun on him, which is insane. Oh, yeah, no, they're just corrupt as hell. It's so sad. Um, but again, it shows the that there's brutal- like that brutality. Mm. Yeah, brutality, yeah. The filmmaking, though, too, where like the bullet, like you see the bullet like ricochet and it yeah, follows and you think, it. Oh, he's, oh, he's dead. And you think he's he's gone and he hits like a side view mirror yeah. from a car. It's like, holy shit. I love that sequence. I love that, like, that's what I'm saying. Like they keep, they keep it interesting throughout. Like it's a very entertaining movie. For something so serious. So essentially now all three of them are trying to get away. One goes to see their brother. Like yeah, he goes, back, he goes back home. His father, yeah. <laughs> his father immediately Beats knows him. like he's done something wrong. And uh, yeah. what do you say? Like, if I see you with any other money, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> yeah, his brother is like laughing and shit. Rock is just there the whole time, which is yeah, cool though. Because like, his brother get his fucking ass reamed. Yeah, and like, and pretty much we have that cliche thing of like, you you focus on books. Like, I don't have the brains to like you know get out. I need to like you know do this this do this my way. Um, and then we get another cool interaction when he tries to get away. The other guy, what's his name? Would it be Shaggy? Shaggy or he goes to yeah. like a, uh, his neighbor's house, is it? And he sees uh, yes, he falls in love. Yes, with a hot chick. Yeah. Couldn't tell you her name. Um, um niece, it was Marciana or something like that. Well, I, I reckon so. great, great little uh, back and forth they have like when they first started to chat each other up. Oh, like, I love that so him. much. And yes. he's trying to psych himself up to talk. Like, it's so crazy how yeah. big and, like, brave he is with everything else, but not, like, talking to a girl his own age. But that's exactly what we're talking about, though, how in this movie you think this is going to be, like, a long-lasting relationship and, like, this is what the movie's about now. It's about these two trying to evade, capture, and, like, live a new life. Yeah, and you're sucked in. Yeah, like, you're sucked problem, in. Hell, hell yeah. The, the problem is the movie I watched just before this one was The Room. <laughs> and that oh. Yes, yeah, so you got a really good... Bad, you got a, it's good. 
So your and, your palate, you're like you're just eating dog shit. Yeah, that's right. And now you're coming in, you have like this a is, fine and this is like a like oyster. And like everything yeah. actually makes sense. It's, it's, it's so crazy. <laughs> so so true though. How nothing makes sense in the room. Like it's yeah, just nothing, like why are you making this choice? choice? They make is, it's, it's fascinating, yeah. but it's like nothing's cool. connected. It's just like on the day they're like, okay, let's just do this. We'll have a spoon photo on the wall for some reason. <laughs> have you seen I the love room? That movie. Have you seen the room, Jordan? Wait, the room, the room. Yeah, I not I've watched not the good one. You've watched a disaster. Artist. I I've seen like all the YouTube clips that I can possibly get my hands on, yeah. pretty much. So like more or less, I have seen the full the movie in full. Yeah, but I haven't seen you, the movie in full. <laughs> yeah, I should we cover it? Imagine the plot breakdown for that. <laughs> yeah, no. go this is gonna be like a brisk. This is gonna be a brisk um, plot breakdown for this movie. Because this movie is like better off. You're just better off watching it. It's kind of like in those ranks of Titanic and stuff. So we're not going to go too deep into like this scene exactly, but we're just going to briefly go over and just talk about stuff we liked. Um, but on that note, though, when they have their little like love fest, um, he says something like, "He's like, oh, you're not worth the effort," and he like leans against the door, and she's like, "Hoods don't don't stop. They take breaks." Yeah. And yeah, that, that that quote is so impactful because I wrote it down as well, but it's also in like the posters as well. So pretty much you can't escape the life, essentially. Which is sad. Like the overarching theme of the whole movie is like you can't get out. And it sucks. But person to get out is Rocket. Rocket. And that's the only reason why is because he has like a skill that's utilized outside of the slums essentially. Like everyone else is pretty much what's their skills in their what they what can they offer outside of that, that realm? Mm. It's sad. Shane, mm. so your golden girl. Mm. She never picked one for Hereditary. Oh, yeah, actually, let's do my yeah, last right. three movies. I haven't d- even give, give a go and go out all three. Let's go for them. So, Talk to Me, really? we'll go our lead character, Pearl. We'll go the blonde chick that almost got the part. What was her name? Their, their friend. Do you remember her name, Jordan? The blonde, <laughs> yeah, the blonde girl. girl. You know, the, girl, the judges were looking for someone blonder. <laughs> the friend. The friend oh. gets killed with the axe at the I end. I can't think. doesn't matter. But yeah, she gets that and... Uh, Oh, fucking, yeah. <laughs> and Hereditary, I'm going to go with Tony Collette. Yeah. Damn. Not yeah. the uh, classmate? No, hell no, no. Tony Collette, bro. <laughs> which one did you turn? The, the grandma or the daughter? Of the, of the, Heyman, uh, mate. No, which, Joni. Which one's Joni? Joni. Oh, candles no. And the chalkboard. I'd rather do fucking Charlie. <laughs> no, anyway, Shane. So the golden girl you're picking yeah. for this one has got to be that boss bitch who's talking about... I don't let my man enter me without using his tongue first. His okay, tongue first. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this, this, this is where the movie was going crazy because this is just pretty much to pay off how psycho um, Shorty is, isn't it? So these two women are talking. No, it's fucking... Yeah, he, yeah. of course he's psycho, it's just, but it's so... Yeah, no, but like, let's talk about does. how they like... What do they do? They heat Kill up it. banana and they use it on themselves as like a homemade dildo, essentially, or like a plant, <laughs> plant-based dildo. So they're doing themselves as she get banged from behind, and you think like because it's ref- it's pretty much implied that Shorty is Shorty's yeah, involved. Yeah, but Shorty's like the husband. <laughs> well, because she's glancing at yeah, him and, he, and stuff. Yes. But it was and mentioned it, before that like that's yeah, who that's um, his, Rocket's brother yeah. was meeting with. And you think it's going to be between them two this whole sex act? So you you open the scene with like a banana, <laughs> and like it's sort of hot and heavy. A, a used banana. Well, it doesn't. Used. I don't know if it's used yet. I don't think it's used yet, but it's going to be used eventually, surely. 
It's moist. It's well, a moist banana. Either way, you think it's going to be Shorty pops up, then Shorty bursts through the room, and it's holy fuck. Like, such a great reveal. With his shovel. Yeah. And you're like, holy fuck, what the fuck's going on? And then, yeah, he loses it. He runs out the window. And, and then, it's, then, it's cut, then it's undercut with humor yeah. again. Like, it's pretty brutal. You oh, see bro. him, like, smash his wife in the head. Yeah. Well, well, you don't actually see it, but yeah, it's very suggestive. But yeah, and you got Goose running out, butt naked. <laughs> He's asking, kind of live the pants. scene in your head already, like when he starts like like punching her and shit, and then gets his shovel. Like, yeah, it's what you don't need to see. Some movies actually show that shit, like um, Casino with the bats. Scorsese's in my mind. That's why I'm bringing that as a reference. Mm. But so sometimes it's good to show that shit. But in this scene, you didn't need to show shit. Towards the end of it too, when he's burying her, he starts he's like sobbing and stuff. Yeah, that's I've never seen that before. Mm. Burying burying your dead wife underneath your bed in the bedroom. It, yeah, interesting choice, interesting choice. But I guess no one will find it. Well, no, well it's found. Close. <laughs> they found. No, someone found it. <laughs> um, what's that? Telltale Heart. The um, guy who wrote the Raven. Uh, what's that guy's name? Edgar Allan Poe. Uh, yeah, Edgar Allan Poe. That guy. This guy's having that same sort of nightmare. How he's just like, what the fuck? My wife's <laughs> underneath me. So he probably have a psychotic break anyway. But that's the difference between him. He's a psychopath. Because he like obviously lost control and like did some bad things that no normal people wouldn't do. And then you have remorse for it, yeah. Yeah, has remorse and he like sad about it. Um, it was it's funny how he's like had to borrow the guy's shirt and I thought that's what another scene is too because Rocket gets picked up by the police and he's like I thought he was like gonna get fucked up or something. Just like I didn't do nothing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like I like, have my milk or whatever he said. I actually that. I was thinking like what about the fish? The fish is gonna be wasted. Bro, imagine, like, when he got back to them, they stank as well, for real. <laughs> like, that's all I was thinking about. I was like, ew, they're going to get so gross in the sun like that. <laughs> anyway, so while this is all happening, Shaggy is, like, laying in bed, stone alive. He's trying to tell his girl, like, yeah, but we just live here, chill out. And she's like, no, I want better things. It's funny how priorities change, though, because, like, I know people I went to school with who, like, dated people like this dude, like, just a loser stoner. Like, had nothing going for him. Like, like, probably four years older than him. Just, like, did nothing with their life. For some reason, women were attractive to it. Maybe because of the confidence there. Like, just the acceptance of their life. But then, it's funny. It's the same thing with men as well. Like, they, they could date someone. But as soon as you get older and you get the, the scope of the real world and priorities change, like, you can just see, you just turn on them. <laughs> we wouldn't say turn on, but you just be like, get your ass out of bed. Like, do something with your life. That's what she's pretty much saying to Shaggy. Like apt name too, because Shaggy's like a known known pothead. I, I know for a lot of times in my life, my partner's been like, "Can you just stop playing video games and do something with your life?" That's what kind of vibe. Your, I got. So your partner's broken up with you because you're a dropkick. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like, it's just funny how like when you're younger, you accept like that dropkick behavior, and then when you get older, you kind of like yeah, because you don't know any better. You're mature and like you know what? What's it, what's it about with that lifestyle, Jordan? What do you have? Do you have any like boyfriends before our brother? They were like, you know, losers. Quinn, is it? <laughs> Mate, you don't even want to get me fucking started. <laughs> Just give me an example that reminds you of like some guy who has no life. Because Crystal's told me a few stories about some of her exes. Okay. I like, so I had a partner that, like a boyfriend that was literally like, he only had the energy to play games, like was a massive, <laughs> um, he was massively into Skyrim and also, is it like it's a- called Forerunner. Like it's where you can play as like a knight or a samurai or some mm. other, like, category of warrior. Wouldn't they call that an oxymoron? You only what? have, like, the energy to do something like that's not... Actually, no, I don't know what that's called, but it's just well, funny you, as fuck you, the way you phrase that. You wouldn't think, but then also... It takes no like, energy to do it. 
<laughs> he he did nothing like schoolwork wise. Like his mum would do like a massive majority of it for him. And then also I I literally in year twelve did a, a great portion of his fucking assignments as well as my own. Was he good looking? The dude? Uh look, definitely wasn't ugly. But like I like like seven out of ten. Do you know what I mean? So what, so like, what attracted you good. to him then? Um, the I can fix him mentality because oh my he was God. like, is that a fucking I know, thing? shut up. <laughs> How yes, was that it a is thing? 100% a thing. What? Because I, like, I don't know. It's like, it's like, like peddled to women that they can be like a manic pixie dream girl and get like dull men to do exciting things with their lives. And I thought that was like <laughs> what I would do. Um, and also just because he was like, he was somewhat nice, but mm. had like the worst like self-esteem ever. And so like wouldn't apply himself to anything from such a like fear of failure, but also just like, like I think it was an excuse. It was like pure laziness and he'd always mm. been lazy. Like his dad literally threw his computer in their pool one time because he like had, had fucking lost it at him Fuck. over not doing anything around the house, not doing anything with school. Well, it's kind um, of the parents fault though, isn't it? For like coddling and not. Raising him right. Well, that, like, that was kind of it, though. Like, there was, like, imagine there if you was... grew up in that environment with um, City of God, if you grew up there. Dude. You think that shit would fly? Legit. Yeah. And and that's the thing. Like, his mum would do his assignments for him, but then his dad reacted and, like, threw his computer in the pool. So fucked. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> he literally, like, complained about being jobless and, like, being a virgin because I, like, <laughs> I felt shame to have sex with him, so I never did. Um, Good. Yeah, word. Um, and he was like, I don't, I don't have a job. I'm like, I don't make any fucking money. Like, my mum won't give me my allowance anymore. And then he proceeded to get a job, a job that he still works at to this day. Like, has never gone anywhere else. And now, it pr- like, complains, like, constantly about how much he hates his job and how his life is a dead end. And I'm like, what? well, go fucking change it, my dude. Go yeah. fucking change it. And he cracked the shits because, like, um, he wanted to join the cops and he was over the weight limit to be a police officer and also would definitely not reach the fitness thing well, to do yeah, it. That's something like, you can control. The, exactly. I was like, well, just do it. Like literally like stop being yeah, like stop stationary all day because like he wasn't, he definitely wasn't like overweight, overweight. It was just like, he literally, if he just didn't spend eight hours plus a day playing games, he'd be fine probably. And like Trap maybe eight, like a little bit cleaner. But yeah. and but then it was like everyone else's fault that he couldn't get into the cops, and he was like, "Do you know like they they've dropped actually the requirements to let women in now? So why would they fucking let women in? Oh and my god, shut this dude it, up! It was everyone else's fault. Fucking butter, man. Holy also, shit. he was a he was a Trump supporter, and also told me that sometimes women deserve rape depending on what they wear. And I what still stayed with fuck? him. Holy shit! <laughs> it was so bad, bro. So I'm, you should name you should name and shame this guy. Mm, no. <laughs> I'm bigger than that. that People can guess if they listen. <laughs> See, that was Tony like two years ago. And then he kind of straightened his life up when he met What Sam the fuck? I don't think Tony has ever been that way inclined <laughs> nah. ever. You guys are... That's the sad part. Like my our dad would never well. let us away with like blaming someone else. That's like the weakest excuse making. And it, it's so weird though because like, like he did have mental health issues. But like I think it was purely based on how like negative his perspective was on fucking everything. Everything. Oh, and like is recently, he a as listener well, of this podcast? No, no, we don't really speak because I don't he, see him because he, he doesn't is, do anything. If he is, he'll be on suicide watch because you just fucking no, <laughs> you just fucking you just well, gas that motherfucker. Well, that's the other thing. When we broke up, he's like, "I'm gonna kill myself." So, <laughs> oh my god, and didn't. It's fine. 
what was the there was like something else oh he like came up to me like maybe at a party like two years ago like we've been like split for like over six and he was like hey i just learned that like women have feelings i'm really sorry more or less like he started watching this streamer that like talked about like (laughs) women's rights and that's what changed his mind i hate like getting influenced by some (laughs) fucking streamer what the fuck Literally not his own mother or sister, but it's fine. I would it's beat. Fine. I would beat that kid if it was my <laughs> kid. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, sorry, that was like a. I'll be little Z on that bitch. <laughs> no, that, you can't do that either. Bro, little Z would not hesitate oh to tap in that ass. Get your life straight. <laughs> it's so sad that like I, I really blame the parents though for that. Oh, it's like it's definitely a component. Like it's like there was multiple things going on for him, and like he had like to to give him a hundred percent credit. Like he there was a lot of like. <laughs> Teenage angst, mental illness, like not feeling good enough, that like kept spiraling. Like, do you know what I mean? So, I don't know. So, you didn't have a good support system. Maybe his girlfriend was like a bit of a bitch back then. <laughs> yeah, <so>. maybe. <laughs> no. Maybe you're like manipulating him and like, <laughs> have you remember uh, Gone Girl? How she like, that's like, that's like your Des. <laughs> so, you can always bounce back to him <laughs> and like live, live at his house for a while. What, what's Desi? the famous quote behind um, every weak, poor, piss man? Is a weak bitch. <laughs> no, D- dude. Like seriously, like not to. Well, there was like a lot of things fine. I tried to do to make it better, genuinely. But it just it. Mate, everyone's draining. acting like Lil Z in this episode. Everyone's just like fucking <laughs> out on for it. blood. Without no remorse. So that was pretty cold. But, um, no, I was joking. No, that was funny. That was funny. Um, yeah. Was I? Was I yeah. say? Uh, we see Goose get get away from the cops, and like he runs into little uh, Dice and Benny. I love how he's just, like, No, no, still, no, like, rewind. Rewind. We didn't see... Oh, wait. I don't know if we saw the bit. Is it? Is that before or after the what? bit where Goose is running? Goose is running... Well, well the scene continues on. Oh, Shaggy. Matter. Sorry, Shaggy is running from no, no, We're kind of... Ja- we're kind of, like, thing. So, pretty much, yeah, Shaggy and his girls trying to get away. And they're, like... That was tense, actually, when he's, like, it's his... a piece of shit car. Yeah. You've got to push it. It's like, oh... I love that oh, scene. okay. And he gives, his, that... he gives his girl the gun. Like, just make sure he doesn't do anything. It's yeah, so one of those things where you can see something unraveling because you see the cops, like, already around because of the shorty killing his wife situation. Mm. And then you see him, like, okay, now I've got to push the car. He gives her the gun. It's like, fuck, you just shoot the guy. Like, yeah, I mean... Which I'm glad all's good. Yeah, he's giving her, like, a little smile, like, yes, we're doing it. And she's, like, yeah. sort of, like, not happy. And then, yeah, he gets fucking shot. Yeah. And great acting, like great physical acting from this dude. Yeah, he, hell yeah. So bad. Is that just me or was like, it's so weird because the gunshots don't sound like other movies. So I was like, that seems they're, they're real probably, to me. Yeah, they don't, they don't, I don't, they know don't feel cinematic. The they feel real. Yeah, they don't see, so yeah, they feel like pop, pop, pop. Oh, like, yeah. Fuck. So it just seems really real. But I don't know if that's because if they use blanks and have like the post-production capabilities like other studios have. Um, or they're just like gone for the realism route. So I couldn't, I don't know what to attribute that to. Um, but either way, it's amazing. Like, it's just so real. You see him running and he's got, like, blood on his, like, hip, essentially, like, on his stomach. You know he's gonna. Um, but it's just good how they film it. It's like a tracking shot. Like, all the all the filming techniques are top-notch. Like, everything they choose to do just sings on the screen. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the Scorsese uh, influence. Or I don't know. Like, they're just good directors. Like, this, is what, this is how Scorsese would shoot everything, I think. They're just good choices. Everything's a good choice. There's nothing bad about it, and like, and what do they have to work with? Like, they're literally in the, like, in Rio. Hopefully, it's filmed on location, but they're like in the slum somewhere, and the like, the location's not pretty, but still enthralling. Um, but yeah, was that the like last of the trio? Or we get one more. Well, we get. Uh, he's got Benny. <laughs> All we see of Benny is him running into little dice again, and no, it's not Benny. Um, Mate. Goose. 
the last we see of Goose is he runs into yeah, his Bill brother and Lil Dice. Mm. And fucking, he pressed, he goes, Oh crap, you guys are loaded. And he takes, press, takes all the cash and he slaps Lil Dice in there as well. all the time. Did you kind of predict what happened in that scene? Like when you originally see him slap the kid and like take the money and like just belittle him? Mm, I think oh, I think I did. Like, okay. I think I did kind of predict that. But then also there was like such a big part of me that was like, I hope that doesn't happen because damn, it like really does like just yeah, like, yeah, it dominoes from there on. And uh, like, this is because that's also before it got revealed about the motel. Right. So I was yeah, like, this is before. Yeah. Before. Yeah. Insanity. I was like, if this happens, like this is going to be like little dice won't be able to be recovered after this kind of thing. So, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. I didn't actually see what happened. I just knew it was like something's fucking up. Mm. So it was a great reveal. How that gets revealed later, anyway. But um, we get another transition. We're in the seventies, um, baby. It's more color. Like it's, it's sorry, I should say it's not more color, but it's a different color. It's more um, kind of like bluish, it's like the good right? Life. Yeah. yeah, it's like because like everything's like this grass now. Like the city streets. Well, actually, Shane, before um, you, you missed the beach. important plot point. Like they yeah. end on Shaggy, he's dead in the street, and then Rocket sees a guy taking a photo of Shaggy, and he's like, "I, I want that camera." Oh. Like that's like he, that's oh, like really? his, so um, that's when he gets sort his inspiration of, to become yeah. a photographer. And this when the transition starts, cool, to go like, "All right, let's go to school," and then yeah, you, you, you flicks to yeah. them walking to school when they're older. They don't go to school. They're like, "Let's go to the beach." <laughs> You read the trivia, Jordan? Is the is Rocket the the actor Alexandra Rodriguez? I think his that's name his is. name. Yeah. Was he intended to be an actor in this film, or was this like they gave him the lead role? There's some actor in it. I'll have to read it myself. But do you go, do you guys read? I mean, that? there's a guy that wasn't an actor. He's actually from. Yeah, he was there with his friend. That was Lil Z. What? Yeah. He was the actor. Actor. No, he was the guy. I think that I think they're both from Rio de Janeiro. But the other the Lil Z was act, didn't really want to act. He was just like went with his mate. And obviously he has the the right look for it. I'm ninety percent sure Rocket was as well though. Because I remember Yeah, I think they're both from there, but I think he's he was more of an actor. Rocket was more of an actor. Mm. I could have misread the trivia. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, like they're doing really good work. And like obviously they don't have like um the pedigree most actors. I, do. Yeah, I was really baffled to read in the trivia that like ninety percent of the extras and like side characters and stuff, like most of those were actually real life hoodlums from the slums. That yeah. were selected and then put through like a quick like actor training camp, and yeah, well, then just included in the movie. That's what gives the movie that that authenticity, you know. It does, it does, because that well, they're like still they can channel so much of what they live into it. I suppose. Mm. Oh, like I know, I know, I'm kind of jumping ahead a little bit, but the scene where the kid gets shot in the foot and he's crying, I literally said to Quinn and I was like, I don't think this is acting. Like this kid is like this is actually making me sick to watch because, like, he looks so distressed. And, like, the clothing as well the kid's wearing. Like, I've seen Quinn and your boyfriend wear shit like that before. And the haircut. <laughs> the haircut yeah. as well. Like, the haircut's perfect. Like, everything in that scene is so real. But funny, that's funny saying that. The kid in the background, not that good. Like, the guy who actually gets killed, the kid with the long hair. Yeah. she wasn't. He wasn't great. But that kid just captured that moment. It was amazing. Like, not amazing, like, to see, but it's just, like... The way you feel watching it and the suspense and like, oh, how sorry you feel for the whole, the kids involved and like you just hate Lil Z for it, essentially. For forcing children to do that to each other. But he's just trying to build an army. And Tony just farted too, but he's trying to build an army. <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> Tony's over this conversation. I don't remember to mute myself 
<laughs> so, <laughs> um, we're at the beach. We're at the beach. We got Rocket taking photos of all his yeah. mates, and he's got a crush on some chick. But the ginger Timothy Chalamet has got a. Mm-hmm. It's a good life, essentially. Which I don't know how he landed. It. Maybe it's all. Maybe he's got Riz, right? Yeah, he just has money. He has money. Uh, That's what he has, and like so he's no a, probably a, a confidence to himself the way he does it. That's probably what Angelic is attracted to for now. Mm. And plus, like, he probably has access to drugs, and I feel like that's their first bond between Rocket and Angelica. Do you, actually, I think life. this is the only a- actor in the whole movie I recognise. Do you guys recognise the girl? Nope. From she... Mm, no, but she was, like, she was very pretty. Like, she could... I hope she did 100% go on to do oh, yeah. Yeah, she, other things. She's in the movie uh, Predators. Oh, wow. Predators. Yeah. Do you know, you know the one that's in space? Yeah. They're on like the planet. So she's the only one that really, Sorry. out of all the acting and probably directors too, that had a like a Hollywood career afterwards, didn't she? Yeah. And uh, what was it? And uh, she's in the TV show Queen of the South, which my wife likes. Okay, but she's an Iron Legend it's Asylum. Like, like she's in a couple of and the new movie Hypnotic and that bomb of a thing MCU, The New Mutants. She's like the bad person well, in that. Was I right about Predators? Yeah, she was in Predators. Correct. She's in Predators. Oh, good, good. Is she good in it? I can't remember Predators. Predators kind of like she's she plays bad. She's a badass. Oh, really? She part of like the people who dive in at the start, or she met later on? No, she's 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 like with Adrian Brody for most of the movie. Okay, cool. Yeah, so she she she's dropped in at the start though, right? Because Martin Lawrence is found on the island. Um, But yeah, we're getting we're gonna cover that movie. I like it. Yeah, it's all right. It's got it just doesn't have Arnie, bro. The Arnie gaping hole. That's the only thing wrong with that movie. Didn't Adrian Brody get mad slack? He didn't, bro. He buffed up. He tried to buff but up, he's but he's hella skinny, bro. He buffed up. Nah. Oh, yeah, he's skinny. Skinny he's rip. Skinny rip, but yeah, he tried. Um, it sucks. Dude. All right, so what we see Rocket's great photography skills when he tells uh, Timothy Chalamet, Oi, lean back a bit. Yeah. <laughs> and it's I like actually, I love that darkness. bit, eh? How Rocket is being a bit sleazy with um his girl. Like, they go to the beach and they have a I race. I don't think he's being sleazy. I don't, don't have any sleazy. John, was that too much for you? When he's, like, sitting with on the, the beach alone with like alone with her? Like, he's being sleazy, right? He's not being respectful. I, I don't he's got think game. He's got he's, game. I don't think he's being sleazy. I think, yeah, he's just trying to, like, almost he's convince a, her that he's a bit better and things like that. When he's like, I can get you... But he's not at that like, point. Good drugs I can get you weed. He can't offer anything <laughs> yeah. that this guy can't offer. If anything, he offers less because he's not from a wealthy family. I mean, but, like, that's not everything, man. What else has he got? He likes photos and shit. But, yeah, sorry, Tony, go. What's the next scene? He's kind. Yeah. He goes get the drugs from, I think he's Blackie, (laughs) which I'm not being racist. That's what the cat's name is. Well, that makes it racist. Um, We get the history. (laughs) Oh, what? We'll delete that then. Uh, Yeah, we get the history of the apartment. Really good. Oh, so great. really Really good storytelling. This Literally a gold aspect of the film, hey. Like this was that was really like a wonderfully packaged part of the film. Provided mm. such a nice story, links to so but much of the rest of the story. D- just a great way just to deliver exposition too. A lot, lot of important information is coming through this, and it's the way it's told is excellent. Yeah, <laughs> a nice, a, a nice, clean and digestible way for the audience. Because I think sometimes, like yes, that's a better this, word, this is obviously a big. This is like a big chronicle. And there's so many different characters yeah, and things yeah, like that. Do you remember the story? Like how it starts? It's about, it starts with a, a chick who like kind of sells sex and like a little bit of drugs here and there. And one of her best customers, I think his name was Big Baby or something. Yeah, <laughs> ends up like taking over it. <laughs> but like the way that this like also links into the rest of the movie, like there's so many characters, there's so much going on. 
Yeah. This is a good way to like kind of water it down and just make it so audiences go, ah, okay, I, I'm up to speed, and then just continue watching the movie. Like it's such a it's mm. such a good way to do it. Yeah, we get introduced to Carrot, which like love the name. Moment one, you know this guy's got love the name energy. Carrot. Yeah, but he, like, so he's just a chill dude. He's not into he's not into the vast. He's in for the drugs and the money. Yeah, that's what he's in it for. Yeah, which is weak. And yeah, he, in uh, in Little Z's eyes, he doesn't in, like it. Well, he just cares about power. That's all Little Z yeah. cares about. And what they're there with the history apartment, yeah, Carrot lends one of his mates money. Big Boy's like, where's the fucking money? Hmm. And then I think, does, does uh, Big Boy get taken out by the cops? Uh, well, hold up. I, no, ooh, back, go, back to the, go back to the apartment scene. Um, mm. Doesn't he We're still in the Doesn't scene. he tell, like, doesn't someone, like, short, or maybe it's Carrot, but someone's short on, like, buying drugs. And he's like, you either kill him or I kill you. Yeah, yeah, it's what Cat lent, lent his mates some money. Yeah, exactly. And the guy and then, can't then pay he's back. Like, Where's the money? Yeah, yeah. That's I like right. how he says then, that. Yeah, like, you, like, you kill him or I kill you. <laughs> that's the yeah. world you're living in, essentially. Like, there's no free rides for anyone. Yeah, and then yeah, we see Cat kill his one of his best mates, and then yeah, we see Big Boy get arrested because he wasn't paying off the cops, right? Yeah. And then Cat inherits the apartment, and then he gives it to Blackie. Yeah, and Blackie is a good character too. I like Blackie until certain yeah. points. <laughs> and, but, but the scene ends with like. The scene ends with the, the you know with the, the shot of the, it's the shot we've been on for the last like two minutes. It ends with uh, rockets just being there and the knock on the door, mm. and then you get little Z coming in, and that's how the scene starts. Yes. It happens a lot. It happens technically yeah. at the start of the movie too, with the chicken, yeah, and everything else. Cycles back. Um, it's a great scene, but that's I feel like that's influenced as well. There's another movie that does that. But this is the first time we see grown up little Z. Yes, true, and he looks. Let's talk about this, this actor. Like, he's not the best actor, but he just looks... <laughs> he looks the part. And he's like, his actions, obviously, speak louder than words. So, it's kind of I think he smiles. He smiles dorky. Yeah. But somehow sinister at the same time. Yeah, it's great. Great casting. Mm. Obviously, they did it because they saw something in him, too, like you said. Yeah. But yeah, this is when we get the, the story of Little Z, and this is when we see... He's a pretty fucking crazy kid. Mm. I hate it when, love- you know, he's shooting everyone and he's just laughing about yeah, it. Yeah, dude. He's psychotic. Oh, sorry, he's oh. so, sociopathic. Um, I love the part, though, when it's first revealed, like, he had to work hard for his money. And then, like, you see oh, him yeah, scrubbing, shoes. scrubbing the shoes. <laughs> and the next minute, um, ben- Benny starts in the Benny, head with the Benny, wood. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just, it's like, just like fucking on these random guys. Yeah, yeah. and that's pretty much, yeah. he's working hard, but in, like, the wrong way. He's still being a thief. Yeah, he's still. It's probably his hard work, but it's like the like it's just violent work. Um, mm. Yeah, you see his backstory, and it's great. Um, you see how he kills his brother, kills all the people at the the um the yeah. brothel, motel. Fucking crazy yeah. shit. Kills so you, goose. you you know oh, he's dangerous. He kills goose, like, hey goose. Mm. No, you're like goose. Like here's here's your gun. Like here's take a gun. Like you're gonna need it. Yeah. And then goose goes back for the gun, and he just flips. It. He has like a little finger twirl with the gun, and just shoots him. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah, and then that's when it, then that's when the transition. Sneaky as fuck, though. Yeah, sneaky as fuck. How he's like, you're gonna need it. No remorse. Love it. But then, then it pretty much flips the scene on its head as well, because now you know how dangerous this dude is. He's killed his brother, and now they're in the same room, and like you know he's there for a takeover, like a hostile situation, because it's like revealed that like yeah, he's yeah. there for like because he's killed like X amount of people already to get to that position to take over from Carrot, which is his end goal. But why do they stop here? Because I like. I don't understand why well, they go for carrot further. We, we see, or they just like we, they no, recruit because of Benny. Benny's Benny chills him out because you know his carrot's a cool dude, mm. like a peacekeeper type dude, like non-violent yeah. like him. I, lo- I love when you're like 
because Lil Z and Benny's like on the town, and like Lil Z's talking about, look at this guy, look at this guy, they're all drug dealers, they all the money, and like we should just kill them all. <laughs> take <laughs> I love their it. Business. Yeah, no, I love it. And that then shit. Benny's like, well, when are we gonna do that? And he's like, let's do it right now. Yeah, yeah. It's just funny because they're talking about like sure, what sure. they own and shit. Like, look at this car, look at this, and the way he processes. Like, yeah. we just gotta take him out. Like, it's a option. Which is cool because I kind of felt like it's going to happen to you. That's why I kept thinking like everything you're doing, like it's not, you know, the right way. It was probably the only way, but in that situation, I was just like, it's going to happen to you, man. Like what's stopping them from doing it to you? But I felt like maybe he's he's ruling by fear and like brainwashing Mm -hmm. essentially, which kind of is the way. But um, when people see he's weak, that's when they turn on him. It's pretty funny how like it's different from like other movies too, where they like climb the ranks in like Goodfellas or Casino. It's kind of like more organized way of rising the ranks not just like yeah that's exactly that these guys are not organized yeah it's opposite well they, they do get organized in the drug side of things but when it comes to killing yeah just kill anyone <laughs> does not matter well that's the thing man when they start turning a profit and like that's when he chills out a bit too when he sees the money roll in the power mm. the money and power kind of chills him out for a little bit um, yeah well I think it's, it's all Benny it's all Benny mm. like chills him yeah like, this is enough like, well okay Jordan when, you still there Mm. Yeah, Jordan. Okay. I'm Jordan. listening to you guys gabber. <laughs> Jordan, do you think Lil Z loves Benny like more than her friend? No. Oh my god, bro. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Like activated, Jordan. I, <laughs> yes, a little bit more. But the scene where Benny goes with the ranger and is like, "I'm gonna race you." I'm like, "Gay. They're gonna be gay." I thought. I honestly thought they were gonna I, be gay. I think everyone away. thought that. Yeah, I got that vibe too. You, yes. Yes. I got that vibe too. And like the but weird like so, touching each other to yeah. measure each other thing. It's like measure like me, that, like, measure me with your hand, me. silly. Measure me with your hand, silly. Like, yeah, well, touch no, me all over. It just shows uh. that Benny's a cool dude. <laughs> no, That's but, what it just shows. Benny's a cool dude. No, but I feel like also he's like, using drugs. He's like using like the I'll drug fuck win. guy to take advantage of him. You know what I mean? I'll give you drugs if you like touch me up and shit. That's why I thought it was going to go down. That's what I thought it would. Yes. Like manipulation. Something about racing each other is so implicitly like flirty as well. I feel like it's maybe a cultural difference type thing. Like I think Tony's right. He's just trying to like endear himself with like like the normal Yeah, it's a good side. icebreaker. Yeah, to yeah. become friends. Yeah, he's, this guy's not a part of like his late. scene. This guy's like in the high society part of life. He wants to dress like mm. him, act like him. But I guess. And I guess at the end of the day, like he was just trying to like mimic him and get something out of him. Like he, if, yeah, he, he just stole him. the guy's girlfriend eventually. Like it's pretty <laughs> crazy. Yeah, and it's so... <laughs> that guy, it just sucks that like that character... And like, I know exactly what the character's there for. It's like showing you like... You know the guy, I'll suck your dick, man, out of um, Manchester Society. That's sort of this... Burgers? You want cheeseburgers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's kind of like this character here. But he just doesn't look dirty enough, doesn't look like shell-shocked enough, doesn't, never, doesn't really sell it to me. What the, what the char- I know what the character's going for, but it just doesn't really come off on screen. He's supposed to be like really drug-fucked, right? Like, I don't really get that impression visually. Like his actions. No, I don't think he's all drug fucked. No, he's just only it's only cocaine. It's not like heroin or anything. I don't know, man. He's like yeah, selling shit. Dude, it's, a t- like, it's a slow process. Once you start yeah, like but, chasing one high, you like you kinda Yeah. Like what what is literally stopping you from trying to like one up that and keep going? And that's the thing, like literally in drug economics that has happened. Like the war on drugs has like continually escalated like worse and worse drugs getting onto the street. Like Fentanyl is a result of an opioid crisis, like from ten years ago. What? And like doctors over-prescribing like painkillers. Is fentanyl? Is that the government trying to like chill out the fucking drug addicts? 
Because no. you know how crackheads just go crazy and do more crime? No. But fentanyl just makes you just slow and don't want to do anything? No. Nah, like, is that well, right? So fentanyl is still like a painkiller that's used like clinically and when it's dosed correctly and like, you know, controlled for like any um, risk to addiction. Like a lot of your like patients will be squared up for like how they're going to receive fentanyl. Um, but basically fentanyl is like really easy to manufacture. It's cheap and it, I'm pretty sure it can be like quotes watered down. But So it's easy for... Bet, to- yeah, but you think the government prefers them to be on fentanyl instead of ice and heroin and stuff? No, because it's, it's like the way that like drug users use fentanyl is like really bad risk to their health. Like there's this crazy thing that you can get. There's like necrotic, why would they like, care about their health? Why would the government? Because why, why would like it's a strain on resources and system. Yeah, like true. here, especially, Not it would be die. really really bad. But over in America, it's fucked. Like you can get this like necrotic like flesh eating bacteria disease from injecting fentanyl. Fuck. So. And, like, people dying in the streets doesn't look good for the government. It, like, puts bigger strain on welfare programs. Like, there's a, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things that it leads to. But, no, so, like, they don't prefer the use of fentanyl, but it's just, like, what do they do to stop it? Like, it probably costs more overall to make an effort. They yeah. would rather just, like, let people die in the street, which is so shit. But it's just the, yeah, the way it is. <laughs> so, yeah. I, but, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if this dude, like, if the story followed him more. I wouldn't be surprised if, like... You know, he, he ended up, like, running drugs more because he needed to pay for his coke addiction. And then, yeah. like, he can't afford his coke addiction, so he tries something cheaper. And then, like, it rolls on from there. I wouldn't be surprised at all. But, yeah, he doesn't... They didn't really portray him looking like that, like, crazy, like, coked out. Well, on, uh, on the drug thing, let's just go through the... Let's go back to the movie. Let's just go from where you start and, and when you, where you can potentially finish. So, you start as the a... De- a de- delivery de- boy? Yes. Delivery boy is your first thing. So you like give papers to people and like messages and just little drugs and shit. So if you get caught by the police, you're done. And then you become a lookout, where you just drop a kite in the sky and when the kite's gone, flying kites. That's yeah. that's the, the, be like the easiest job, yeah. right? Unless, so unless you miss a cop and then they get someone gets caught. Lookout's not bad. Like lookout's pretty good, but it's not that rewarding. Like you don't really get much job satisfaction out of that. You know what I mean? But it's a lot of uh, pressure, right? You got to make yeah, sure a lot you of pressure. Everything. Like yeah, something goes wrong and you don't drop the kite and they get caught, then you're fucked. Yeah. So there's pressure there, but it's not like. Job satisfaction, like the actual not, dealer. Not high risk, not high risk. Yeah. The dealer part yeah, not like you is like they, they come to you, not delivery boy. They come to you, you sell, blah, blah, blah. After that, soldier, you protect the drugs, protect the people. You have a gun, like you feel empowered. After that, it's manager, which is Billy. Gotta be good at math. Oh, Benny, sorry, not Ben. <laughs> yeah, Benny, yeah, be good at math and like, <laughs> that's probably all the prerequisite, but essentially, yeah, probably pay people what they're worth like you know what I mean like okay this guy's doing this and hmm. yeah probably become of a price for what it's worth and then you get boss which is uh, our boy Lil Z just because he's most, most ruthless and yeah he's, at the moment everything's running pretty smooth on the drug side of things and he's actually keeping the peace throughout the hoods sorry because everyone's yeah everyone's scared everyone's scared and, but the, and everyone's the, making but money how does he do it though the runts because he has not control of the runts the, what the rubber candy store and what does he do? It's just pretty crazy when they're talking about like the, like the group of kids just after the successful robbery of the candy store. Yeah. They're talking about taking out little Z. Oh, really? Remember just, just before, yeah, just before he rocks up. Oh, good. Yeah. It's probably those humor as well though. Like, it's kind of like, oh shit, he's actually here. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're not going to do it. <laughs> but it turns out they yeah. actually, someone does anyway, eventually. Um, but yeah. So yeah, because they talk about like, oh, yeah, like we should get in the drug game. It's like, yeah, it takes too long to move up. Yeah, it's true. Like, we just take out the fucking boss and become the boss. But that's not how it works either. <laughs> like, you have to have 
the drug connection. It's only lucky that he he left Blackie alive, which was Benny's idea to keep the the connection with Carrot there for the drugs. Yeah. So actually, the, the runt even says like, "I don't want to wait till some guy croaks. Yeah, I'm going to do what Lil Z did." <laughs> exactly. So it's like I'm going to wipe them all it's out. It's a bit of foreshadowing, which works really well. Um, so pretty that's much. That's true. That's true. It's funny though. He's getting influenced, um, Benny, by Tiago, I think his name is. Um, so now he's like bleached yep. his hair. He dresses Timothy like Timothy Chalamet. Dress, yeah, this Timothy Chalamet dresses like him. Um, <laughs> yeah, he goes to the. He go. He, I love this part because he goes to like back to see the boss, which is uh, Little Z, and he's like like a, all these people are there, and they all start laughing at him. And he's like, "I'm a playboy now." Because <laughs> it's kind of like you can't. Little did they know, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he actually does like fully encompass that. Yeah, he does. I really did Doesn't like he... the character of Benny actually because I felt like yeah. you know he was like he the was best like the peacekeeper character at that point. Yeah, like he's probably he is definitely the best did character. have that potential, which is which is so sad. Like the the mm. way the rest of the movie. Goes well, it helps if you have like the big villain on your side at a point. Like he kind of like semi turns him out of jealousy, like turns on him. But that's what I say turns on him or turn turned on by him, because he's just yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, no, everyone laughs at him. He shoots a gun in the air. Everyone runs, but little Z's just sitting there, like laughing. Like that's how fucking crazy this dude is. Like he doesn't. You like the dynamic. Right? I love the he's dynamic. Like not scared of Benny. But I don't think he's scared of anything yeah. though. Little Z. Yeah, true. You don't, oh, he's scared of women. Oh. <laughs> the, uh, that's the, I literally wrote that. It seems like little Z is scared of nothing but women. Or maybe I don't think he's rejection. afraid of women. He's just afraid of being embarrassed. Which is so crazy because wow. honestly, he could get any I mean, girl. Well, not any girl. But he could get a lot of girls just by like being confident. Get not cat Ned's girl. But like just be like rejection is a, is a big one though. Like not getting what he wants. Yeah. I think because he's so used to intimidating people. And yeah. Just being, like, to get what he wants. Like, gratified yeah. and just taking it. Yeah. yeah he, but he can't take like he can't take love. Yeah. You, but you can buy a love. But he doesn't. He hasn't actually worked that out yet. Yeah, I don't think he does. But like, ever. same with like, same with Benny. He's like, dude, why are you leaving me? Like, why don't you want this? Like, why don't you like, why won't mm. you stay for me? And you're picking like a girl over me. But it's mm. it's not it's not that. Like, that's the first time he's ever been like pushed back in his life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like properly. So I think Benny just says, "You need a girl. You need a girlfriend." That's what he says. <laughs> like, you just need to. So yeah. Live <laughs> all this. You need to understand. All this comes to a head at the party. So we're at the party now, the farewell party. Um, we'll talk about that scene where he talks to. That girl, and he's like, "Do you want to dance?" What's he say? He's like, I'll, "I'll come here with someone." And this poor fucking dude, <laughs> like, imagine that, Tony. If you got a gunpoint and you're like stripped naked, <laughs> this is knockout Ned Shane. Yeah, I'm, that's who he's stripping. Yeah, I know. But yeah. like, literally, imagine like he didn't even know what the scenario is, and he just yeah. gets like like ganged up on like that. Also, side note. How fucking good does Benny's goodbye party look? Like, I wish I yeah, was there. Massively good. It looks, it looks yeah. banging, and and, Rocket, and it's like Ro- Rocket is DJing as yeah. well. So nice. Well, Rocket's not like, DJing. Rocket's is Rocket's like a hot chick with big boobs. That's what Rocket's like. Yeah, he's DJing. He's not DJing. He's, he's just there, the like Kung just like fighting. that's what Jane, the hot chicks get. He's DJing, bro. He was the one that put on Kung Fu fighting in that scene. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was okay. the vibe. Well, hold on. Who put the strobe? Who put the strobe light on? Because they killed fucking Benny. Yeah, fuck that dude. That wasn't Rocket. That, that wasn't, wasn't Rocket? Well, that was the DJ who fucking... Because that was like literally... I know it was supposed to be for like intensity and like suspense, putting the strobe lights on and good film technique. And it makes more sense why the other guy missed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Lucky. But it's just like, you know, something's going to go down. Who else thought that um, Lil Z was going to like lash out 
mm. was going to lash out on um, and actually kill and be the one that was yes. the killer. Yeah, but I, I think thought, his love well, kind of superseded that. Like, even yeah, though did. he is like that, yeah, he did. His love for Benny meant he never would. Yeah, but yeah, I thought he was going to sure. kill the girl. That's what I thought he was going to do. Yeah, oh, who knows? Yeah, good, good point. That's what I'm saying. But That's how good I... is that? It's so effective with yeah. the strobes and stuff like that, isn't it? It creates that real like confusion, it's, it's... and you can kind of see, well, like, it leaves the audience being like, mm. "Well, what the fuck happened?" Exactly. Exactly like exactly the characters, else in the like scene. the characters. That's right. Um, yeah, but yeah. That's the thing, though. You establish little Z, like the character. Like every scene he's in is like anything can happen. Anyone could die. Like you already have that suspense built in, and then you add the strobes. You add like the character Blackie coming back, and you add like the guy who's like naked, and like he probably wants revenge too. Like there's so many moving parts to this scene, so you're just like on the edge of your seat, and that's like almost every scene in this movie. Like it's so impactful and so credible. Like they really do their work. Like they've established so many things where you're in the world. Like you say, you're you're engrossed in it all. Yeah. Another like bit that really makes this effective as well is also just seeing little Z finally have like a real emotional reaction to something. Like, that's that's the only True. time we see him really distressed, really crying, really, like... In pain. He's in pain. And he blames yeah. it. Never see that. It's the last time For you see Angelica ever. as well. Last time you see her, like, he's just like, this is your fault, which is kind of a yeah. sad ending for her, but she probably got out, hopefully. It would have been nice to see, like, if she ended up somewhere. Like, it would have been interesting to see if, like, I don't know. Like, they could have tied it in that, like... Nah. Rocket Rocket printed a paper and she was on the front of the paper nah, for doing like no, but the thing is, modeling or something. The thing is, is this movie's called City of God, which is like their location. So pretty much so it everything. Doesn't, yeah, as soon as you leave, it's over. For, like your story's done. Doesn't go done. outside of that. Doesn't go outside yeah. of that, and that's like proven barely with one character. I think gets out, which is like one of the tr- one of the three. I think he gets out yeah. through the church or something. Um, Definitely a crucial scene though for this. Yeah, we got the little Z. In pain, crying. Then we get Blackie running away. He goes to Carrot's place. Yeah. And he tells him, uh, I just killed Benny. <laughs> I was aiming for Lil Z. Yeah, I love it. Carrot's. And then he does the exact same like, shit. He just shoots him. <laughs> yeah, but no, the cat, the cat was like, you just killed the coolest hood. Yeah, that's cool. In in the city of God. And bang. Yeah. Dead. Mm. And then what, we get the big war now, right? Yeah, it's, it's like, like shit. Pretty much Z wants any excuse to like topple Carrot and kill him. So he's like blaming the runs like causing havoc in his section, like his territory. And he's like, that's not right. And so he's making an example of these runs because he's a fucking psycho. I don't know how else to explain like what he, what goes down here. Yeah, he's got to strike fear in the runs because right now they're just doing what they want. They don't, they don't, mm. they don't care. But, no, but not, in, not in his that's section, Tony, not in his area. It's only in Carrot's, Carrot's area. In Carrot's, yes, that's right. That's where they can roam free. Yeah, so he's trying to like put a stop to that, which I thought like it's kind yeah. of nice to the neighborhood, but not really. You shouldn't be killing kids. I mean, but it's like it's it's poverty at the same time. Like it's it's a thing that probably still happens more yeah. or less. Well, Tony, but, you've been to um mm. that around that area, haven't you, Tony? I've been to the favelas, yes. Yeah. So how was that? What was the vibe? It was pretty scary. Really? I think because we watched this movie before you oh went, my which God. wasn't the best. Idea. <laughs> no. <laughs> and uh, yeah, really? there were there were people. Yeah, you? there were people with guns like on their hip and stuff. What? It's crazy. Well, what was yeah. it like? Um, the last like. Not maybe maybe not the last Olympics, but the Olympics before or Commonwealth Games. Like, um, we we went in 2015, so yeah, it was like, just before. I think 2016 was the Olympic Games. Yeah, there you go. Like literally, athletes were being like held hostage, like kind of on the regular. Like I remember like seeing a headline where like hoodlums took a whole bus of athletes hostage <laughs> for like several hours. 
and like I think stole their passports as well, so they couldn't get out. Like obviously to do yeah. some kind of like identity fraud, but like so it it fucked over like a heap of athletes, like mad crazy. <laughs> no, very, we, very we were lucky. We had a, like a local tour guide, but they wouldn't go deep in the favelas. We only went to like the outskirts and where it's like safe for tourists. But I was still scared. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. anything can happen, and unfortunately, like I think tourists can be a big target often. So yeah, yeah. Well, I think the first day we were in Rio de Janeiro. I got scammed. Me and my wife were walking down the street, and uh, some guy came up to me. He was like, "Oh, you got you got you got bit of dog shit on your foot." And then, <laughs> then he started. <laughs> yeah. And then I looked down. Oh yeah, dog shit on top of my foot. And he cleaned it. And then he goes like, "Money, money." I'm like, "Oh fuck!" Like, the guy like literally just shined my shoes <laughs> oh, and like got dog shit off of my Bro, shoe. He threw dog shit at your foot. Yes. And then it was only after like around the corner. I was like, "Wait a minute! How did dog shit get on top of my shoe?" <laughs> so obviously they've done the scam so many got I'm a white I'm like I'm pretty much like little ginger to, to me this child, man. I'm like I stick out like dog balls like dog shit you know and I got hustled pretty bad but you can't really do anything <laughs> well yeah once it's happened you, like who are you to say no kind of thing yeah, like I don't know it. but it's, the fact that it's a whole setup you're like no you deserve to not get paid by me I hate you like I don't know <laughs> like it's so cool man no, you'd, it's a good scam it's a good scam especially for the whiteies out there <laughs> for the gringos <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, our boy little Z has like issues with women. Um, he sees the same girl, ends up raping her, knock out Ned on the ground. Like he's like sort of witnessing Literally, it. Literally, at like, that moment, out. I was like, "What the fuck happened to the fuck. karate?" I just, mate, they have guns and they've like this multiple. Um, I actually think he was talking shit about the karate. <laughs> you think? Well, because he never yeah. used it once in the whole fucking yeah, movie. Yeah, that's what I mean. So... <laughs> but he was a marksman. He was a marksman. Yeah, that that was uh, shown. That's fine. Expert. But yeah, we can't. We'll just skip over this. But um, yeah, we can't. Before that scene, you kind of establish knockout Ned. He's on the bus, and they don't don't rob from him. And they get you know he's a marksman, knows karate, he's a cool guy. There's a really good scene though when he's do, like he's at the bakery and he's gonna rob it. And he changes his mind because that the girl behind the counter is really nice, and they get the lift to somewhere else. I think they plan on robbing off this, ripping off this guy who's driving the car, and he has this really good line. He's like. I'm an ace at rolling the joint. If only I was, I was good, like good as that with the girls. And you see, he's like rolling up the girl's number and burning it. Yeah, but he did that on purpose. You probably get high and then get laid. No, I just think like he didn't even realize he was burning it. No, he knows. That's what I think no. that was. No, I feel like he. I feel, I feel like he didn't know he was burning it. I feel like it was a mistake. Like he's just like rolling the joint. Honestly, I feel like it's better as well because it's kind of like layered. Like he's that oblivious. He's just gonna burn the number like with the chick. Like, maybe he doesn't see it as an option. Um, and then we get another good quote later, because I've got a couple of quotes somewhere, but it's like, if you raise a snake, expect to get bitten. Does Lil Z tell that to someone? Isn't he saying it to Benny about carrot, or no? No, no Benny's dead. Maybe it's Blackie. Uh, I'm all over the shop. Where are we? <laughs> well, I, think, I think we do. I think we definitely do final thoughts. Like, what else are we missing? The rest of the movie is just, what, gang crimes. What do you mean? The biggest thing that happens is... <laughs> It was a rocket getting a job at a photography at a newspaper. No, that's right? crazy. That's the biggest... Yeah, we got to we got to keep <laughs> chugging. I I I've got I'm cool. I can I messaged my friend and said I can stay. Like, can I oh, see okay. you at six thirty? Uh, so let's like let's still try to wrap it up, but let's like do it. So yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool. So wait, what were we saying? Um, one guy's building an army, like little kids and anything else goes. Like little Z, literally like little like pawns in the in the in the battle. More or less. Like, they're yeah. 100% disposable, but they don't care. Holy fuck, I skipped so much shit. Yeah. 
Well, fuck you know, I'm all over the shop. Doesn't matter. I'm, I'm got back to where we were supposed yeah, to. Yeah, do it. So knockout Ned, he's in the room recovering from like getting beat, and he's you can hear his misos sobbing and trying to recover from the rape that just happened. And Tony's joke comes back where, well, why didn't I kill him? <laughs> Tony loved I that joke, joke which is pretty funny. Joke. The movie's joke. Yeah. <laughs> I love this scene because he's like anger as fuck, like reasonably so. And like there's a whole, what, like 13 people out there with guns? Little oh, Z's there, like brother, waiting to kill. He's so brave with like the knife. Yes. He's like, oh, he didn't do anything. He's not going to do anything. Leave us alone. Let's <laughs> so go get your brother. Okay. Turn around, stab him. But you yeah. got him in the neck, but it sucks, yeah. It's cool as fuck. But he gets shot. It, this was just gets shot up. His uncle. You can see his uncle gets shot that, like, <laughs> as well. Like, knockout Ned and his brother come from the same fabric. Like, they cut from the same cloth, 100%. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. It's, it, that is a really devastating scene. Like, just seeing how they, like, completely ruin the house. And again, like, that's one of the only other, like, kind of points of, like, emotional consequence in the movie. Like, the mother starts to, like, weep, but is dismissed so quickly and then it's like a quick cutaway. So that was like, I think that scene could have been like the audience could have sat with it a bit longer and kind of seen like the cogs turning of like, Oh my God, my mom's so distressed. Like, what am I going to do? I'm feeling so much pain. And then like, it could have rolled into yeah, it's that. Funny how you notice that. It's funny how you notice that though too. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Cause I didn't really, yeah, I was just kind of like, okay, now we pretty much got like a vengeance movie. It's a really good line that, Rocket says, he's like, now we've got a good guy. What does he say there, Tony? I think it's like, now we have a hero. But then yeah, they, re- right. so they yeah. realise that actually he's not a hero. He's just like, mm. he wants to kill one person. Like, he's on a revenge tour, essentially. You see, like, his morals kind of get compromises through this war. Like, he ends up killing uh, well, Bank Yeah, Teller. it's like, like well, is it the good dialogue? It's like, there's, there's an exception to the rule. And then the rule became the exception or something. The way they, they worded it mm. was really uh, clever. Much yeah, like, so clever. Yeah, it's like don't kill unless you need to save each other. But it was like just. And this guy was actually quite popular too. Like he was like you see at the very end of the movie, where it's like it, it quotes direct quotes from the actual person when he's talking to the media, like back in like the. 70s oh, that was that was a really cool bit. I really like that. Do you bit. think he was yeah. viewed as like a Robin Hood? You think? Yeah, like a martyr type thing, Robin Hood. Yeah, like he was a guy standing up, to, yeah. which is kind of funny because he's kind of like still on the drug dealer's side. Like, he's still breaking the law. It's but he's funny doing how, yeah, carrots just use And necessity. Anyway, yeah, carrots, he's, yeah. Yeah, 100%. he's pretty much a weapon for carrot, and he's just aiming him at Lil Z. That's Oh, mm. I didn't actually kind of put that together. Like, it totally, it totally is that because he's a professional marksman. Mm. Yeah, I kind of didn't. Yeah, make well, that like, he's playing, he's almost playing both sides. But also, the drug, the um, gun dealer's playing both sides, too. This guy. Like, first you see him he's selling. Just, he's just a, 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 a lackey for the cops, right? Because it didn't turn out the cops are actually yeah, supplying the guns yeah. to They're the. Feed- they're feeding the drug war. They did the drug war. Yeah, it's fucking crazy, man. Like how, like it gets really layered and really like political well, slash story, deep. And yeah, that's how shit works. Yeah, towards the end. And like, but that guy looked hilarious though. Like he looked like such a little bitch, and he died like a little bitch too. Like and gone full circle as well. Like as soon as they like you're not use, and like as soon as you're compromised. Oh, bang, which guy? Like yeah. the tuba like, guy. Yeah, the drug dealer. Yeah, guy. when he's like Gets yapping in Lil Z's ear, and he's like, "Shut the yeah. fuck up!" Yeah, I kind of kicks him like, out, and then he goes to the cops. Like he stole the money, and no, didn't get the guns. <laughs> like he stole everything, and he's like, "Yeah, okay, I won't say anything." And it's like he does the old uh, little Z trick or little dice trick at that point, and goes, "Hey, can I just tell you something?" And then shoots him. But yeah, that, that that was kind of telegraphed. Everyone saw that one coming. You knew he was dead, which is like a, definitely a Scorsese thing. He just kills people so, like, 
randomly. Like Samuel Jackson gets it in Goodfellas. Um, DiCaprio gets in Departed. Well, it's, it's unexpected. It's random and unexpected. Yeah. Just like, well, okay. Yeah. But in this, though, it's like it happens too frequently. People die too frequently in this for it to be as impactful as Scorsese's one. Even though sometimes Scorsese does um, telegraph it, but you don't get that at all in Departed. That's like the, one of the best deaths ever. Leo's. Or Nicholson's. Yeah, Leo's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholson's is funnier. <laughs> He's like, blah. Cuss um, up blood. I'll put the, actually, I'll put no, the, actually the best movie, the best death in that movie is Ray Winstone's. <laughs> He's in the car. Oh, yeah, he he shot up and the car's like burning. He's like... The car's like burning down. He's like, fuck it. Did he like run it there. towards someone? No, no. He's like, he's fine. Oh, no, he's yeah, okay. He's like, yeah, he's so like, I'm going to burn I mean. alive, so I'm going to shoot myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So good. Um, this is like the climax. Everyone's story's come in full circle. Actually, um, can you supercut like, all the knock fucking... Knock Neds. Can you supercut all the departed deaths? Just uh, Leo's, no. Ray Winstein's and Jack Nicholson's? It's going to be like this. <laughs> yeah, it'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'll be... Oh, I'll try but what about Matt Damon's one though? He'd be like, uh, and then do Damon's, well, he now barely you gets Damon a word. Um, but yeah, speaking of people dying, look at Ned dies trying to like save a kid almost. Like he, his um mercy, let leaves him open for attack. Oh, legit. Um, well, he he yeah. from the start though he only wanted like he wanted no innocent yeah, people. He just wanted, but that that's yeah. an interesting decline to watch as well. Like that scene where he shoots the security guard. And there's like that quick panning between Carrot's face and Knockout Ned after that happens is yeah. is perfect. It's like literally shows like the the digestion of that by both characters kind of thing. Like, oh, that just happened. Um, but not even that though. They, they don't put anything extra on that character when he gets shot. You just think like, okay, another another bit of clever well, damage. That's all you think. Until, but we'll get there. Until, until the flashback. Yeah, that's right. Well, that's we're up yeah. to now anyway. We're up to the flashback. Oh, the only other well, thing know, I we- wanted to say though as well, like the <laughs> fucking. Like it's interesting that it's noted in the movie. Like a year later, after after like the killing of Nohat Ned's family happens, a year later, no one remembers how it all began. Like that is literally said. But how yeah, often is like that, that the case with so many things like that? So That's many things. That's right. so so hectic. Yeah. And like while this is unfolding and stuff, and then like the wars happening, um, you see Rocket's journey. He gets a camera. He takes like no, almost like serendipity. Yeah, he gets up the newspaper, but like the way it really gets him like into the, his foot in the door is when trying to work out a camera <laughs> and uh, Lil Z. Oh, sorry, what's his name? Tobias. No, Lil Z gets jealous the because re- the redhead. Lil Z gets jealous because Knockout Ned got arrested by the cops, and he's all in the newspaper, and he's like, "I'm a boss too. Yeah. Like, why no one's talking about me?" He's jealous. That's true. Yeah, exactly. And then so he wants to get like more like notoriety, so he tries to get the photos of himself. Of course, the drugo can't work it out. No one really that like that finessey sort of thing with like actual real things. Everyone's everyone's good with a gun, but no one's good with like like something that can create art, which mm. is a camera. So they end up getting him the um, redhead Shamal <laughs> Tim Timmy Shamalay. Actually, on that note, have you guys seen Wonka? No, and I don't want to no, because no, every no, time I hear bullshit. fucking literally every time I hear fucking clips from that no. movie, it sounds like he is performing Jordan. in a high school performance. He is the weakest thing about that movie, and he's good. Doesn't he have the hardest it. part, though? Like, because who's your follow? Really, Gene no. Wilder and Johnny he's Depp. Sp- That's the two he, guys who before. Who does he? Who does he? Who does he act more like? Johnny Depp, I'm guessing. Well, mm, he's acting. He doesn't really do much, man. No, but he doesn't he's more, do much. He's, he's, he's not more Johnny Depp than Gene Wilder, right? 
Is he doing more of a Gene Wilder impression or Johnny Depp? He's doing fucking nothing, man. <laughs> he's doing nothing. He's closer he to doing went, nothing than doing Gene went, Wilder. Oh, that's going to be too hard. I'm just not going to fucking try. <laughs> but he's doing he's doing good. Like I said, he's How playing the straight paying? man in the movie. No, he's it's you guys should watch it. He doesn't like try to do like a Jared Leto and try to like what the fuck we're he was not, trying to do. Like, Oscar trying to outstage freaking everyone. And, he's just trying he's just playing a that, part. I think it's the so movie. shit, man. The biggest uh, not knowing what movie you're in for Jared Leto, Shane. Yeah, no, yeah, he's fucked he up. He didn't know what movie he like, was he in. Just he just thinks thought, he's gone for Oscar. He saw no. He, saw, he just thinks he like, this, it's oh, Leto. He's, no, Ledger won, Ledger won an Oscar for fucking The Dark Knight. Yeah, that's what it would be. I, he came off, he, like, he come off, dude, he came off the Oscar win with um, McConaughey and Dallas Barley's Club. Yeah. Or I think he won an Oscar or he's nominated at no, least. he won. He won. Oh, he won it? Yeah, so he's just like, okay, now I'm, I'm hot as fuck. I'm going to fucking do my best in this role. And he didn't do his best. But I'm just saying, though, it's a different situation with um, Timothy Chalamet. That movie is amazing. Um, it's a really good movie. I'm still talking about Wonka. Like, I'm talking about Wonka. You should watch it, Jordan. You reckon it's a really 100%. good movie? I, yeah, it's really good. No fucking way. Bro, every like line delivery on the, in the, on the trailer is like literally sounds like he's reading It doesn't from the matter. Script. Have you guys seen Paddington 2? No, because why would I watch that movie, Shane? <laughs> like, what? We watch, we watch adult movies, mate. <laughs> These movies... Oh All right, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick the Paul King trilogy. The guy who directed Mighty Boosh, he directed um, Paddington Two. Oh, that's Paddington gonna be your fucking Wonka. theme. Oh my god! I'm fucking. I'll do it, mate. I, I had the same impression as you because I wanted to watch it at the cinema with my um, nephew, my sisters, and my wife. Um, I had the same opinion as you. Like this is gonna be crap, and it was really surprising. Bro, really um, like the fucking definitely like Oompa Loompas are like whacking it as well. That's I got a gripe with that. No, it's not. It's Hugh Grant. Yeah, but like they're so small. <laughs> they're like literally like a, a yes, shoebox size. Who cares? Like at least it's not like you know degrading people and stuff. Like it's like okay, it's more in the fantasy realm. Fine. Good. It's a really good movie. All right, I'm gonna <laughs> okay. die on that hill. Ever haven't seen it? Watch it. Well, um, shall we wrap up this also, movie? <laughs> And cover Wonka. <laughs> but no, yeah. So essentially, watch it. Crystal loved it. Crystal's favorite movie of the year so far, what my partner. But she loves feel good stories. Even Alira likes it. Um, but yeah, so essentially, Tony, finish with the movie off me. I don't know what we're up to, man. I'm done. Huh? Because <laughs> we ripped on Wonka. What are we up to now? So pretty, oh, yeah. So pretty Thanks much. Yeah, so pretty much for two. <laughs> so pretty much, he takes photos of it. He's like developing it in his lab. But somehow someone finds like the prints and they put it in the paper and he's freaking out like you you just saw my death warrant I'm gone and he loses virginity because like he kind of cons would you say he conned his way I feel like he into knew the he wasn't in that much trouble he could go back home he just had to be careful but he wanted to flex like, but yeah but yeah he was like actually yeah. you know what I want a, like a hot shower place uh, like a, a bed to sleep well in. that's why that's why I know that that actor isn't like a real actor because that was actually off script that was them genuinely talking and he was genuinely saying I don't have a hot shower at home that's why he's not ah. he is like a real hoodlum not like an actor yes yeah yeah yes I read that's that in hectic. the trivia imagine that yeah. but like imagine just having a life where you don't enjoy like watch, sitting down watching TV after a hot oh shower. well, do you want to, do you want to know like the the big quote that fucked me up like the big um like not quote like yeah. trivia thing so the banana yeah no at the at the beginning of filming this they offered the dude that plays Rocket and the dude that plays Little Z three grand up front or said when the movie is out you can have a percentage of the box office 
Did I say percentage? Both, no. no. Both actors took the three grand up front. And if they accepted even Fuck. 1% of the box office, they would have made 25 like times more than three grand. It's so sad. I hope they like honored it in the end. No, the budget was 300,000 um, rupees or whatever it is. Uh, we dollar sign. It opened up to 88,000 and then grossed 30 million worldwide. Legit. So I, I do hope they still like, you know, chuck them more than fucking three grand. Otherwise, that's so exploitive if not. Work. Well, that's a deal. That's money maker, mate. Well, Ma- Miramax would have pocketed the most of that, by the way. Oh, 100%. 100% because they like took a chance on like picking up yeah, they a smaller foreign yeah. movie. But I guarantee you, Harvey Weinstein wouldn't have fucking given them a cent. No. Nah. No. Nah. But I, I, yeah. hope, I hope for their sake that they did, you know. I really hope they did get yeah. a bit more than that. But, um, yeah, continue on. After, like, the... He loses his virginity. Yay. What's the go? Yeah. They kind of encourage him to continue taking photos, right? Like, he becomes, like, their inside yes. man. Yeah. That's why he's back he in the kinda... of God. And then they said, like, if he yeah. he sees you here out here, you're a dead man. And then we get the start of the movie. Mm. Yes, we come back to the chicken bit. Head. But little does it's he so know cool, that little so... Z is, like, loving being in the paper. <laughs> yeah, he loves it. It's so good. And that's what we were talking about before, yeah. like, it flips on his head. Him. Take a photo of us. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like, straight away. Yes. Like in the street. <laughs> but, like, it's cool because it kind of, like, it, your anxiety's up. Holy shit, what's going to happen? Because you see the cops behind him. And then it dips down again because the cops bail. Yeah. And then you hear a gunshot, anxiety's up again. Because what do you see, man? You see kids holding guns pointing at the camera. Mm-hmm. Like fuck me! All it takes is like a little kid to squeeze the trigger it was and so the gu- guy's shot. When Rocket is loading up his camera, when he's trying to take a yes. photo just before that, it's actually so yeah. tense. I don't know why. It's frank. Fl- it's just the filmmaking. Yeah, the, fr- the franticness of it. Then the bang! And bloody uh, yes. Look at Ned's there, the marksman. But he just kills, kid, a, kills a kid. Yeah, but aim for the little Z. <laughs> don't yeah, aim for the henchman. Oh, it's the, the movie. Henched, kid. So that's like. Yeah, and if things get hectic, you worry about our lead for so long. He, like, bails. Um, he's, oh, like, he watching bail. all, taking he's photos. Watching, he's taking photos. I know, yeah, I know, I know. He's doing a real Spider-Man, right? Yeah, he's doing Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man vibes for sure. Um, yeah, we talked about all the shit that happens to knock out Ned. You get a reveal that, like, he killed this security guards. Yeah, the security guard. And his son wants revenge. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's so sad. It's just one of those moments in the movie like, yeah, everyone's doomed. It's really negative. Like, there's nothing positive about yeah, just death. anything that happens except for War? What lead. is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Yeah. Thanks, Tony. Yeah. Pretty much you think... <laughs> I'm so glad like, you said fuck that. me, Lil Z. No, you think Lil Z's going to get away with it, like the psychopath. And it's well, funny, because yeah, well, I kind of like... Chalamet's drive, the getaway driver. You know what mm, I mean? He gets away. fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he gets fucked up. He gets shot by uh, our boy, Ned, Knockout Ned. Ned. Yeah. Knocks him out with a bullet for life, and then he gets crashed. And he's like, You think, but you think as a you see the cops getting, you think like he's gonna get away with it. Well, well, Z, which, Z and Cal get locked up in the, in the back of the paddy wagon, and then um, they take a little Z yeah, out. Corruption pretty side, much, pretty corruption much, side. I love how they just rob him completely. Yeah, and take everything, Z gets finally realized, like, Oh shit, war actually is my downfall. What the fuck was I thinking? And then he sees yeah. the runs. He's like, all right, guys, yeah. here we go again. We're yeah. going to start robbing everyone. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking... And he's just like, what are you guys doing? Like, he doesn't understand. Yeah, like, he created more. the monster. Like, yeah, he created them, though. That's yeah, another he thing, cra- too. Yeah, he created right. He created it all. He gets he's, what he deserves, like, literally. He, he didn't create him. He's just a part of the cycle. He, he could have broke the cycle no, by being no. a good boss and sharing Dude, the he, wealth and not... He, not, like, evolved. No way, man. It's, but like, part of the food chain. 
It's the food yes, chain. Yeah. It's accepted. Dude, he made him worse. Lil Z made him worse. Yes. I well, know, but he could do it. Lil Z evolved. Well, if Benny was still involved. He might have been like with the runs, like, let's try to do yeah, exactly. the right it's, way. Let's yeah. get him educated. Blah, blah, blah. Let's try right. get people out of here. But now it's worse than ever because he's created this monster that's yeah. out of his control. Like ruthlessness, no, no, no respect, no remorse. Pretty much, he gets photos of everything. He makes his career with these photos, I think. Um, does he? What, he takes a photo of the cops, right? But he yeah. doesn't release it, does he? I think he does, right? I don't think he does. Well, he does, he does, does he do you think the cops will, will get him? Is that why? Yeah, there's no, something like that. He's like think, ta- no, because if it's in the movie show, technically he has technically released the photos of the corrupt corpse. That doesn't get published. That doesn't get published. I think. Yeah, so I didn't think either. I think it just did. Because he was movie. making thing. No, he was talking about if she if he should do it or not. Right. I think he was like, "This will make me heaps of money, but this will." No, I know it's like good narration over. His I mean, over over there, like him. where it is, like so corrupt, like that, like that probably would have been like another, like it would have resulted well, in another attempt on his life, easy. Like the the paper probably yeah. decided. Mm, I think he decided. Not a good idea. I think he decided. I reckon what happened was, like this is the, the this guy's attempt to expose the cops through this movie. Like, he didn't do it at the time, but this oh, is, like, you reckon? him showing people. I mean, maybe yeah, I think so. once I think he kind like of built up his name as a photographer way. as well. Yeah. Like, it's easy to kill off, yeah, like, exactly. a, someone starting out being a photographer, but if you become a renowned photographer and then die... I, I, I was in Rocket Shoes. a movie about you. Yeah, I would have made a movie called City of the God. Yeah. With all this detail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which what happens. Yeah. So, we're all over the shop with our plot. It's a pretty frantic movie, so I don't really blame anything, because everything's jumbled... And we got excited about a few scenes, so sorry if it was like a bit like uh, hectic, yeah, I but I hope you enjoyed it. it. Follow us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, great movie. Loved it. I'll do my final thoughts, for, final thoughts first. We have our O-Dog slash Lil Z character. Loved him. Highlight. I think one of our common themes for our podcast is strong villains, especially this 2024. That's true. I think true. every episode has strong villains. Pearl, um, that grandma... And uh, talk to me, which is like the whole possession type thing. Um, but yeah, no, love the movie, love the uh, story, love the kids. It's definitely, I think this movie is definitely better on a rewatch too. It is. I can't wait to watch it. Well, together. I was going to ask yeah. that, Tony. Is this like a movie that you like come back to? Or like- I watched it like three times in like five years. I showed, yeah, I watched it when I was like seventeen. I was in my memory bank. Watched it again when I was like nineteen, twenty, and then when I met my wife. And we were planning to go to Brazil. You showed us. I was like, actually, this movie's Brazilian. I'm like, well, let's watch it. And I was like, actually, <laughs> bad idea. Pa- paints a bad picture. It's like the favelas. And stuff. That's like yeah. watching like Wall Creek before picture. coming to my, Australia. My wife, my wife loved it though. Yeah, it's one of her Yeah, yeah. She loves true stories. What do you think about the kids shooting each other and stuff? Did she like? Well, she cries. Mate. She's pretty emotional. Yeah, yeah. Say, she's pretty emotional. I didn't cry. Did you cry, Jordan? I cried when like the kid got shot in the foot. That made me really sad. Yeah. Like kids acting was, was unbelievable. Yeah. Apparently, what was it's it real. in the trivia? It says um, the the director or someone was the acting coach, whatever. It was like, all right, what's the most painful thing that ever happened to you? He's like a toothache. Oh my god! And he's like, all right, just imagine there's a toothache in your foot, and then yeah, the kid just delivered that performance. Boy, and that's it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> that's all it takes to become like a really great An actor. Oscar, I thought they actually like. <laughs> Dude, it looked like they actually shot him in the foot. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was gonna say, surely, like someone pushed this kid over or something. Actually, and that's why I did, I did laugh. Yeah. I shouldn't have laughed when he's like hand or foot. They choose hand. 
and he shoots him in the foot. I actually laughed. Yeah, that was actually. Yeah, it was pretty funny, actually. It's just like, of course, it's the opposite. They're fucking evil, man. That just shows you how petty they are, like how much they don't give a fuck. Like, they make this someone do such a hard choice, and then they fucking do the opposite. Actually, do you know what's funny? <laughs> it's so fucked up. Little Z actually yeah. gives the, the runts the guns, too, for the war. Yeah, dude, he and, signs and his then, own death warrant. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> that's a fucking loser, that. man. All right, what's your final thoughts, guys? Um, uh, go, Tony, you go, um, yeah. Yeah, uh, I owned this movie on DVD, and I actually started <laughs> watching it on DVD, and then I was like, actually, you know what? This quality is not good enough. So I downloaded, yeah. it, downloaded it on Blu-ray, but Hell yeah. next time I'm at JB Hi-Fi or something. I'm going to get a, a Blu-ray copy of it. 4K, 4K surround yeah. sound, Blu-ray, digital Blu-ray media. Blu-ray all the way. <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> that's yeah, so funny. Nice. I love that. I like how that's your like rating system. Like, Will yeah, I buy it? No. So <laughs> you... All right, Jordan, what about your final thoughts? Look, definitely a really good film. Definitely really impactful and and very, very well shot. Like The directing and the like cinematography is amazing. Um the plot's interesting and keeps you enthralled throughout. So I'm going to give it a solid 9 out of 10 only because I'm worried that it's it's on that fine line between being, like, like educational, like a glimpse into that world versus being, like, exploitative of, like, people that are already experiencing massive hardship. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't show that emotional consequence. It doesn't show... Like, it doesn't help yeah, to... Yeah, it glamorizes it a yeah, little bit too much, doesn't it? doesn't it? help to remove stigma of that kind of poverty either. Do you know what I mean? It, like, kind of... By yeah. not showing an emotional side to it, it's just... It kind of portrays the audience like, oh, these guys are just animals. Like, it's kind of... It could have been good, uh, good presented take. just a little bit differently to encompass, like, a broader hmm. uh, context, like, for how, like, this this specific culture, like, plays out in society. Does that make sense? So, yeah. Nine out of ten. Yeah. Sorry, that was very long-winded. <laughs> but yeah, nine out of ten. No, no it's just perfect. It's like this episode. We're <laughs> <laughs> yeah. wrapping up. We're yeah, wrapping up. Let's go to Oscar picks. I'll go first. I'm going to give mine to cinematography. Nice. Good call. Have we ever yeah. given a, a Best Picture Oscar before? We haven't yet. We can if you want. I'm going to give it Best Picture. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal one of Lord of the Rings, Return of the Kings. It can have ten instead of eleven. <laughs> give it back to him. Yeah, that'll, that'll <laughs> live. Um, that'll live. The only problem with that, I can't can't argue with you because I'm pretty sure. Well, actually, no. It's kind of like a legacy award that yes, Lord of the Rings yeah, the King, it's like... because it's like the third one, and I don't think that's the only one to win Best Picture. Because it's kind of like they give it to the trilogy and like the actual effort it took to do all three movies. Yeah, that, that's and right. Total, yeah. So it's a three year award, so you can't really take it, but yeah, it's accumulation of those three three films. So, but yeah, I'm glad you've given it to City of God. Which probably does deserve it, like one on one. But if you if you compare the trilogy and what it means to like cinema, you can't really give it to it, Tony. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Jordan, what about so you? It's not City of Gold. Am, this time. am I allowed to say like best foreign film then? Because oh my no, god, no, you don't. You can't. Why? Give it to, uh... give it to the director then. What? Well, you might as well. Fuck it. Tony, yeah, you, yeah, it's done. You give it to the best foreign <laughs> film. No, I'm not retracting my statement. <laughs> hey, nice. All right. Perfect. All right. Let's okay, go I'm to the next Oscar. segment. I'm going to take my Oscar. I'm going to give it to best newcomer, Little Dice. Little Dice. No. <laughs> it's so crazy. It's, I was scared it's when of the, the character. I was, I was more scared of that. But Tony, it? listen to this, man. It's when the direction and the character overcome limitations of an actor. That's how that performance is. Nah, man. That little, yeah, that laugh he does when he shoots the people in the motel. That is probably the director protecting him. 
You know what I mean? Unlike the guy from I don't think so. Are you holding a gun and you're no shooting, protecting him. shooting people. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you right now, the director probably protected a lot of the acting in this. Like, they probably edited it really well. Dude, I think the kids were already, like, show... men anyway, Shane. They're from the favelas. So they're, they're and that's probably... It's probably on Jordan's point, too, where they don't really show repercussions and emotional responses to things because they probably maybe filmed it and they probably couldn't pull it off. Mm, Do you know what I mean? Um, maybe all they could pull off is the action. Of that's kind of interesting, actually. Actual... That might be a good point. Like, it was out of the capacity of, like, a lot of these up-and-coming, like, movie yeah. actors. Yeah. Like, the best reaction we had was knockout Neds and it was pretty good, actually. But only because the situation was so har- harrowing. Like, you kind of buy anything he was giving you as well. Like, he would, well, he'd look distraught when he's, like, processing his brother dying and, like, you can kind of see his revenge take hold of him, like, the vengeance side of him. It's pretty good. That's probably the best acting in the movie. So maybe get the Oscar to him. Um, but either way, cinematography. Let's go to our next segment. Um, we end the podcast the same way. We have three clues for the next episode. What's our uh, first clue for this week's uh, podcast? Oh, next week's podcast. We're going to go a bit more family-friendly. This is a family movie, and we've all definitely seen it. So it's uh, not old, old if country it's Wonka, for I swear to God. No country <laughs> yeah, no country. Please be Wonka. We didn't mention this movie in the last episode, so if you guys can think back the last time we recorded, wow, I, I name dropped okay. the movie. We meant oh, but if you guys Damn don't it. get it from that, you guys remember any movies we talked about last episode? Name dropped it. No, I can't remember. And I edited it too, like a Dude, day ago. Dude, I can't remember what yeah, we okay. fucking recorded. <laughs> that, that's right. Um, <laughs> what did we record? What the, was it? Was it the main? Oh, hereditary. The main. The main actor, the star of the movie, is a huge comedic person. Adam Sandler. In the nineties. Uh, it's well, it's got to be. Oh, is it Big Jim Daddy Carrey? or something? Um, it's the, Jim Carrey. Is the actor? The, the this movie, feature, the one thing I could, I've never forgotten, it shows a making of a shoe. What the fuck? We're, we're in a shoe factory in this movie for a. a oh my oh, yeah, god, Jumanji. Jumanji! 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 I got it first. <laughs> So, hold up. Let's stop. Jordan, what, how does Jumanji connect to City of God? <laughs> God, I don't know. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it has to... Maybe, like... I don't know. We'll Wait. work it out after the third pick, I It think. probably I think features, little, like, right young moment. actors that aren't really actors. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot dumber than that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Are you throwing Kirsten Dunst to the wolves? <laughs> oh, I'm, th- I'm thinking the main kid, because I've never seen him before in anything else. <laughs> oh, wait, which one? The, the, the guy sun. who gets sucked in the ball game? Or? The sun... That's, that oh, rhymes the Jumanji. We can get to this in next ep- week's episode, but who's a, the main character boy? Is it Robin Williams' younger self or is it the kid he plays it's with? the kid that turns into the monkey. Is that the... <sighs> well, I think Jordan said the other way. No, no, around. no, no. Yeah, I was, I was thinking of that guy. Uh, yes. Max Parrish? That's actually pretty funny. Do so you think is he's... Parrish or Parrish? Because he did Parrish in the... Parrish. Movie. It's Parrish. <laughs> Sorry, Parrish. So that's the theme, Parrishing. <laughs> no... I don't know. We'll have to work right, it so out. Is it something to do with gunshots, Tony? Don't worry about it. Um, Jordan, you want to say anything about Jumanji? I'm excited because I like... This used to be a movie that I watched like multiple times as a kid and then I ha- I literally haven't probably watched it since I was like 13. So this is going to be like such a great re- like revisit. I'm excited. It's probably one of the reasons why I hate spiders too. Oh, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, fucking man. It was a scary like, fucking creepy movie. crawly shit. Yeah. It's such a good movie for like scaring kids. I, I haven't Alira's... watched it in like five years, so I'm pretty excited to be watching. Yeah, I'm excited. I've seen it probably five or more. Like it's been a while. There's no reason to watch it when you're like 30 years old. <laughs> I mean, to watch it with like friends and family. So usually the next segment is how would you end the movie? Um, so, that, but this movie is a masterpiece. Ended perfectly. It's really impactful. 
So we'll just skip right to deadly puns. All right, Tony, you want to go for all the deaths for me? Because I think there's probably 20-plus deaths in this movie. Yes. Yeah, I think there's a lot of it's just well, to do with gunshots. Most of them are the same. It's a gunshot wound. Yeah. I think the only so, one I can think of the shovel one. So I'm trying to think of a pun right now. For. Okay. Okay, so like, okay, I've got one. i got one for it. So pretty much um, Shorty is like, you like him, huh? You like to fuck him? Huh? Huh? Fuck. You like, you're really into him, aren't you? You're really into him. Well, dig this. Smash. Damn. No, I'll be like, Dig this. Like, you like to shovel up that banana up your ass? Well, here's a shovel for you. <laughs> right? Shovel up that. That's not an adjective that people use. <laughs> like That's shovel right. up the banana in your... Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Was that banana peel slippery? Because this is going to slip into your throat. <laughs> no, that's pretty bad. All right, Jordan, you, you got one? Deadly pun? Yeah. Um, anytime, like, there's an execution kind of thing. I wish someone would say, City of God, nah, you should meet him. And then they shoot him and kill him. Or maybe City of God, more like City of Angels. No, because that's Los Angeles, bro. <laughs> Head, or, so yeah, maybe the guy's like singing a song. Head, shoulders, knees, and foot. Oh, that's pretty funny. <laughs> oh, that's all right. I've got another one. Oh, that's all right. I've got another one. You guys, like, do you know, how they, you know why they call me Lil Z? Because I push you to sleep. That's good. Ooh, that's that's cool. one good one. Yeah, we did cool. it. We did yeah. it, guys. Yeah. Well, hold up. Why did he change his name from Little Z to Little? Uh, sorry, Little Dice. Because the uh, Z. shaman, the shaman dude, he gave him the, the amulet. What do you he say? He's like, you are now a man. You are now be known as Little Z. Wow. That's well, like, like, actually, you, know, like, with the amulet, you will die. Actually, and he did form the, yeah. with the amulet. The yes, I'm actually pronunciation <laughs> of like they they reckon that they reckon it's taken from the name. Jose, so like the Z is actually Zay. Yeah, little Zay. Birth name You're is Joseph. You're telling us now. We've just spent an hour, two hours. We should just call him Little Zay. No, but it's like Little Z is so much easier to say than Little Zay. That rhymed. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but Little Zay, we should call him that because I'm pretty sure I was watching like an analysis video about this movie. They're calling Little Zay. I'm like, should we call him Little Zay? But Australian. We're still talking about this shit. <laughs> we need to wrap anyway, it up. Okay, let's end. All right, end the podcast with Jumanji, Tony. What's the one quote from Jumanji you remember? Jumanji. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> Jumanji. What about with the pieces and shit? You can't roll without... <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> All right, that's pretty good. All right, let's end it. All right. Good job, guys. I'm feeling fucking drunk, eh? One, two, three, four. Get up, get on up. Get up, get on up. Stay on the scene. Get on up. I like a sex machine. Get on up. Never have the feeling. Get on up. Ué, Bena, não falei que tinha que ter matado o senhor, tá bom?